Recording in progress. There we go. All right. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? You are listening uh, once again, that time of the week, that time of the day, that time of the month. Oh, for the good. The band. And the ugly. I'm Big Papa. <laughs> I'm Jeff. And we got all kinds of... We got some cool stuff going on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. Is that what you did last week or was that Let's Roll? Last week was let's roll. This week it's have let's to, do it. You're gonna have to find. We'll your, figure one. Find your groove. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make sure where your groove's at. <laughs> Stella's got her groove. Stella's back. got her groove. Yeah, good for Stella. <laughs> Stella's a whore. Stella. Oh, Stella, right for you. Had to make sure the sound effects were yes there for this there. next. So first we got Uncle Jimmy coming up. He's gonna give us his picks of the week. My pick of the week last week. Yes, was going out to see. Mick Fury. Mick Fury. Yes. And then I went down and saw Scars downstairs at the gig. How was it? It was good. They they sound great. Good. Their new drummer is a he's a he's a great drummer and uh, sweet personable. A uh, bunch of oh good fellows that night. <laughs> uh, Bill was having a good time. Uh, That's odd. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. He was. Jay Rose had everybody, everybody had a good, good time. It was it was good. The crowd that was there really loved it as as usual. Yeah. You know? I mean, and. Uh, and then we had we had upstairs with Mick. Mick was playing a bunch of originals. He was playing all oh, kinds cool. of shit. Cool. Playing like a lot of originals, and he was doing some Johnny Cash and oh sweet. I think he did uh, Roy Orbison or something. I, oh, he was. It was a little bit. I was all over the board. Let's old, put it that old way. Oh, Roy. Oh yeah. Mm. Talk. I have to sip. Old <laughs> talk. I have to sip. I like when he does that. It's so fun, when especially out of that great, great cup he has this is for you. This cup is for you. I figured. Hey, man. Hey, man. That's what it says. Hey, man. Hey, yeah, sure it does. Hey, For man. For our video folks, they know what it says. That's right. It says, hey, fuckface. Hey, fuckface. Hey, fuckface. Oh, God has arrived. I'm here. For now. I'm I'm good. I'm always here. I'm well, omnipresent. We, know. we just don't call you that often. Oh, well, nobody around you does, but you're when, right. When they're with me, they're calling me. Oh boy! When Big Papa's in control, <laughs> they're calling my they're name. They're calling my name. Yep. How? Usually, it's followed by "Damn it, though." You're right. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, God. Thanks for uh, thanks for showing up. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, he'll be here. I'm sure. Here. You know, let's 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 get to uh, let's get to Uncle Jimmy. All right, let's get him on here. And uh, here's James. We'll uh, let's admit him to the. Uh, yeah, let's, let's bring him uh, onto the party. What's up? Yeah, he's got to turn his camera on and all that. Turn his shit camera again. on again. Yeah. You're in the waiting room. We're asking him to unmute. Yeah, ask to unmute. Unmute your cam. Unmute your shit. Unmute your everything. On. Probably went and got a sandwich. There he is. Oh, oh. sandwich up here. What's up, yep. man? Yep. I'm How are you doing? Uh, we're doing good, man. How's the camp life up there? Awesome, awesome. Yeah. How are you? You're under- quiet today because nobody's here. He's underneath Bobby. us. Now, do you do you stay up there all summer? 
Pretty much. Okay, so you don't go home at I'll all. Go back, I'll go back home to, to maybe the, when my daughter goes out of town, take care of the animals then. But okay. Dad, no, okay. Nice. Very cool. How's the weather up there? A uh, little breezy today. Cool. Sunny, though. Sunny. No, uh, I was gonna go down to the I was go down to the uh the pond and uh, do this, but too much wind, you yeah, yeah, little yeah, yeah. We, we want you to do a sunset version, little kayaking, little kayak, not, not today, not today. I went on a sunset kayak the other day, it was awesome. Little, you know what, we want you to do, <laughs> little kayak. Here's what we need you to do when you're out All on right. the when you're out in the water with the sun okay. at your back and a nice, pretty picture. We want you to get on the video and just make a 30-second or 15-second video just says, hey, this is Uncle Jimmy. Every oh. time life is peaceful, I think of the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then send okay. us that because we like we're trying to get bumpers that we want for the show, yep. and yeah. that would be perfect. Yeah. Right. And then you can do another one that says, just when I thought it was peaceful, the <laughs> good, the bad, and the ugly <laughs> yeah. has me do this stupid fucking podcast. Every and you can do that week. <laughs> Every and I week. I paid nothing. Yeah. 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 Well, neither do we. No. No, we no. don't. Yeah. So, anyways, pick of the week. What, did you go anywhere this weekend at all? I went out, I went out this weekend, went out Saturday and uh, uh, Friday, I mean, I should say, the. And uh, it was uh, Tell All Your Friends, is new, uh, the new band, Brian Coughlin's new band. And, uh, so that's what it's called. Darian Lazidi, I think that's how you saw his name, but okay. good guitar player, had got some good vocals, so he did some songs. What kind of songs do they do? Uh, they, they do like uh, uh, punk rock type of stuff they were doing and 90s music. Okay. Uh, that's what the whole theme was that they was just Novak's nineties nineties right review. So yeah, oh Jeff, yeah. oh yeah, Jeff was there. Jess now was see there. that yeah. that that I I'm mad that we didn't get to that, but you know I can only do yeah so much. I can do so much. Yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. So so uh, yeah, whatever. We, I, well, no, I went out to I uh, I went out and saw the folks out at at. Uh, the Turning gig, Stone. The Turning Stone at the Motif. I saw Mick Fury there and then at the gig downstairs. Oh, so. Mick Fury was there. That's right. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, um, let's see. I'm huh. trying to think who we. Oh, you know what our pick of the week is? We're gonna. T- I'm gonna tell okay. you my pick of the week before you tell me yours. This should be right. fun. Saturday. Yeah. The Booty Foundation. Right. Fe- featuring yep. Jeff Totora at yep. Sharkies. Oh, yeah, nice. Okay. Jeff is in. In town as of today, and he, huge. Yeah. Yep. yeah, that's going to be a great all about. show. He's coming from, Ro- coming yeah. from Rochester. Yeah, no, he's coming from Las Vegas. Las Vegas, okay. <laughs> yeah, he he's oh, the drummer dear. from the Blue Man Group, and he's also right, right. he tours with Femmes of Rock, and with uh, Count Seventy Seven, uh, right. Seven Seventy Seven, or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's in like three different Vegas bands. Two of them are touring right now, so he's like losing his mind. But uh, yeah. he's just. The guy's just phenomenal. I mean, he's going to be a guest of the show in a couple of weeks. We can't wait to have yep. him on. Yeah. Um. But uh, want to give a shout out to that there right right away. Sure. They're going to be. It's oh, going yeah. to be very sparkly that night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is. It's yeah. They're going to have the disco balls up. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Peluso's. There's going to be a huge disco ball. Big disco. Big disco yep. party. And uh, and I and I'm partial to sparkles. Are you? I like I the think, sparkles. Okay. I think Steve Shad told me it's like a 50 inch spark. Uh, 
Yeah, it's ball. one of the biggest oh, wow. disco balls they could yep. find, and they were yep. trying to figure out how to get it at the, to the top of the the yep. Sharky Shack. <laughs> Sharky, the Sharky shed. shed. How's that, Sharky Shed? <laughs> the the, S, Sharky the shed. S Shed. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Oh boy. So hit hit us with your best shot. Fire <laughs> fire away. Fire away. It's going to be Friday and Saturday. Uh, Battle of the Wings. Who? Oh. What did you say? Battle. That's good. I mean, there's so many bands down there. You know, Battle of the Wings. Buckets, uh, Mr. Monkey, uh, Barn Dogs on Friday, along with uh, Los Blancos. And then oh, uh, very good. Saturday is a all-star weekend with country music for, for most part. Country swag. And, uh, the Rally Against the Green. You got uh, Thompson Square, which is a national touring act yep. coming in. Yep. Um, country swag. Um, then you got... Uh, Hart Thomas's and uh, Ditch Daisy. So, you know, it's there's a lot of music down there for two days. Yeah, oh, very cool. And unfortunately, it's the same day as the Sharky Shack. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, I guess you have to make your decisions yep. to go to the Sharky Shack. They got bike night <laughs> with scars. So, that's not going to be different. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday's bike yep. night with scars. Thursday. So, that should be a, yep. that should be a fun, fun evening as well. Wow, we got this is a good this weekend is, for music. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean that's that's only the tip. I mean there's so much going on. I couldn't I couldn't show us up. more show us more than the tip, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, oh. we lost uh we lost a radio personality today. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Becky, Becky Palmer. Palmer. Yeah, that's I went to school there. I knew Becky real well. Oh. I didn't think she was that old. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. She was she was like Two grades behind me, I think. Okay. But I knew her for a long time. She did a lot of commercials with us. Uh, when he used to do uh, remote, live remotes from the radio stations. Yep. She, with Jack of Hearts and uh, Onondaga Flooring, we used to use them all the time. That's awesome. We used to come in and do remotes. It was great. That's awesome. Well, she yeah. will be remembered, and I know she's a, she's her family is in our thoughts and prayers. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I know she's affected a lot of us. Uh, oh. That knew her and uh, yeah. she touched yeah. a lot of lives. So, yes, sure. yes. So, moment of two seconds of silence on that one. And there you okay, go. Okay, we're good. Yeah, okay. Not making light of it, but just seriously, no. you know. But yeah, thanks, thanks for that. That was great, Jimmy. Thanks yeah. for bringing that up and, and bringing the That's show great. down. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know. Debbie Downer, huh? Yeah, that's uh, all right. Way Jim. to go. Want to talk about your gout way next, or you want to talk about maybe a hemorrhoid or anything you got? Or... <laughs> I got those too, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, are they up yet, or they, they don't get there to the weekend? They're in these right now, so. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, there you go. Christ. Wow. Wow. Okay. There, there you, you go. go. That's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Jimmy. So you've got uh, we've got your picks of the week. You've got yeah. our picks of the week. Yeah. This is a short one. It's pretty was- are you going? Are you going to go to Booty Foundation? I'm going to the Booty Foundation. I am. Wow. Well, I I went to Bike Night Thursday. Did you go to Bike Night Thursday? I did. I did. I wow. saw Dangerous Type. They are freaking yep. awesome as always. Yep. Steve Shad is just yeah just incredible. I mean, and right. and yeah. adding the female singer, I forget her yes. first name, and I apologize to her. Holy shit! Great, oh, yeah. great move. Great move. I mean, she was just outstanding. Uh, she does. Uh, cool. She does all the uh, backgrounds for Radio Floyd, so she does okay, all the female yeah, yeah. voices for yeah. Floyd. Well, and it, it's a very it's, incestuous group there. They they play in a lot yeah. of things together, but 
everything they touch turns to gold. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, they're yeah. just a they're just a phenomenal band, and you know, if you guys get a chance to go out and see them, you know, just another one of these bands that um, they're, they're different. They're a little different yeah. than the the mainstream three or four that everybody goes to, but get out and see them. I mean, not that they don't draw a fucking crowd. I mean, they no. have a huge crowd there. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. But uh, I just, I I was impressed. I was thoroughly impressed. And, but who am I? Uncle know? Jimmy, who's bike, <laughs> Who's at bike night this week? Scars. Scars and Stripes. I know oh, you weren't listening, boy. but do you want to write that down in your notebook? No. You're in your little Alzheimer pad there? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. You know, this that's Uncle Jimmy, by the way. I'm aware. I wasn't sure if you knew that because you haven't. You know, you're kind of <laughs> looking down. Don't look down too much because that thing that's growing on the very back of your head is picking up the light. That's why I yep. wear the hat. See, that's why I wear a hat. I know what's happening. It's all good. I know. Well, I'm taking the hair you. back. <laughs> <laughs> now what are you gonna do? Jimmy's got an afro under that hat. Well, we know. Yeah, afro turf. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Look at him. Hey, uh, yeah. At one time, at one time, I had the flop. The flop? And, uh, yeah. Oh, the comb over. Oh, I wasn't oh, sure what we were talking oh. about. I thought we were talking about I had to take a blue uh, pill. He's got the one comb over. The wind, and I had it all starched up real good, you know, and uh, it flopped over and stayed there. Oh my God, that was the day I took it <laughs> off. Wow. Went by mine. I have a relative that has the. Uh, Comb forward. Comb forward, yep. Yeah, so he's got the comb forward basically from the top of his spine that he grows oh, it long yeah. enough to reach his eyebrows. He threw it off his, off his back where it fell. And, dude, when we'd go out on the boat, he'd have, like, yep. a two-foot ponytail flying in the wind. And as soon as we'd stop, he'd go, whoop. And I'm like, wow. Wow. Just just that's, cut it that's, off. Yeah. You just, know. Just, at, at, at that point, you just got to go. Yeah, you know what? I think I think go. at a point when you shave it all and you just totally bald, now you look badass. Yeah, like Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy looks badass. All you need is Always. a bike. No, I just wait. <laughs> yeah, he's got a Harley kayak right now, but yep. <laughs> no sponsored by Harley. <laughs> right. Anyways, Jimmy, thanks, man, for coming on. As always, we want to get you in the studio with us. We discussed okay. that already. So yeah. I know we discussed that, but oh, you know, okay. here's the other thing. Um. We talked about it last week, and I promised yeah. I'd, I'd throw a little, I'd throw hints and teasers out there. Okay, but there's something new on the horizon. Yep, <laughs> something new is on the horizon. You might need to go rent a rider truck. Yes, uh-huh. you may to help them help the move. Yep, but there's something new on the horizon. Good things are coming. Yep, good things are coming. Okay, good things are coming. <laughs> Awesome. That's all I'm that's all I can say. No, you're right. But not next week, but the week after. Yeah. We will have a special guest in studio. Yep. To make it make the official make announcement. Official announcement. With dates okay. with dates and places. Cool. So you know what we're talking about, and I'm sure a lot of yeah. people do, but let's just keep it real and you know. Keep call it real. The, call the doctor if you have to. Yeah. Yeah. The, Why not? Why the, wouldn't you? The doctor. The yeah. doctor. The doctor, spelled D. Yeah, D R. Yeah, yeah. The doctor. doctor. So, anyways, all right, my friend. As always, okay, we guys. thank you. Don't forget to do those bumpers. You have homework. Okay. And uh, you know, do it on the do it on the lake. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Why not? <laughs>
All right, brother. We love you. Thank you for coming Thank out. Thank you very much, and, my friend. And we will uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next week, man. You got it. All right, brother. All right. See ya. Wow, there he goes. Yep. All right. Now, Down. now, we got, we got, we got two guests. We got, we got the, we got, we got the? two guests that go back with me in my, in my, uh, my childhood in a sense. Okay. My, my younger years. All right. Both of these guys, um, we all hung out. So today's, today is a, an information gathering. Oh. Chit chat, catch up. How've you been? And we want everybody to, we're welcoming everybody who listens to, you know, join us in the living room kind of thing. Have a seat. Yeah. Because uh, cause you guys may know these guys. You may know some of the projects they played with. They're both musicians. Yep. And uh, let's bring them on. Okay. Let's see here. Bring them both in at the same time. Why wouldn't you? There it is. That's Frank's iPhone. It does say that, doesn't it? <laughs> Frank's iPhone. Frank's iPhone. And uh, so he's coming on. And we've got, uh, John is also coming on. Somewhere. Somewhere. He'll pop up here. Oh, John. John's joining. There's John. There we go. We're waiting. Sort of. Get that camera on. There he is. Hey. See, and he holds true to the long Look. hair. The other one. Yeah, dude. Not so much. Not so much. He looks like <laughs> a, uh, he looks like he should be in Hollywood. Like no, he a, looks like a science He looks teacher. like a Jewish producer is what he looks like. <laughs> That's awesome. He looks like a, it's like a Frankie Weinstein. Fra <laughs> Frankie Weinstein is on, and John, I'm still rock and roll. Hamilton, yeah, is is with us. How you doing, brother? Can you hear us, Mr. Hamilton? Oh no. Uh oh. Uh, I can't see him either. Oh no. Am I supposed to see him? You, yeah, you yeah, we can see, see him. him. I can't see him. What you want to do, Frank, is you want to put uh, put your thing, your view, on your computer, uh, to to be like a grid view. John, can yeah, you hear okay. us now? Because we can't hear you. No, no, I'm good now. Okay, all right, cool. All right. I'm in. I'm in. Yep, I'm good. Okay, so when when he talks, Frank, you'll be able to. See. Frank is a uh, a Zoom, uh, virgin. Oh, yes. This ought to be so fun. So is John. Well, John's oh. John's a little technically. Advanced, I think. Oh, and, okay. See, Frank, when he moved to Florida, they had to transplant his brain to his senior citizen's brain, so he could stay amongst the the people of the tribe well, down there. Uh, yeah. Are you are you are you there? No. I got another forty five minutes before I have to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's awesome. So, so guys, this is Jeff Alford. Hey, Jeff, guys. Jeff, uh, Jeff was a guitar player in my band uh, for a number of years, and we decided to do this. And the show basically is talking to guys that played in the 80s with us and, and we grew up with or whatnot. And I thought no better than the two of the funniest sons of bitches I know from back in the day. Um, but I couldn't get them, so I reached out to the YouTube. <laughs> See? <laughs> Excellent. That's right. And uh, takes, the, takes a lot of pressure off us, Mike. Thanks. That's right. Yeah. Uh, nice. just, I got to make sure, John, you have any cats by you right now. Uh, she's sleeping upstairs. I'm good. Are so you sure? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. as long All as right. she doesn't need your attention and you need to take off, just let us know. Yep. Don't worry. And, yeah, and don't worry. She's yeah. No, she's good. Okay. And Frank, your <laughs> your your wife is. I think she's sitting right there with you, isn't she? She probably is. And yeah. but well, I'm. But the, but we do have a dog. But you know, yeah. Well, hopefully, 
Yeah, or, well, it's probably a small dog. Yeah. Everything's going to be good. It's probably a small dog, something you can handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> See? But I don't. Oh, I haven't seen him in thirty years. I know right away. Boom. Right. I mean, that's... small dog. Yep. Yeah. So we probably got flip flops on. Oh jeez. Moment to thank you for pimping this episode so much because I looked all over Facebook. I couldn't find who was going to be on this week. Thank, oh no, we didn't. Well, no. no, we didn't want to tell them you were going to be on, Frank. We want people to actually watch this. Oh, so. okay. So there's a method. There's a method. Surprise. Yep. It's like oh, you wasted the good surprise. Lee was going to be on like a month in advance. Well, yeah, well, we had we did have Lee. We did. You know. Yeah, know. Yep. How far is he from you? About an hour, hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, okay. you well, the length of his his uh, his video, yeah. you could have driven to his house and crashed it. Oh god, so. yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> oh my god. So tell tell us what you're uh, well, first of all, give us We'll start with John. Give us your history in music in Syracuse. I mean, and we don't have to go back to the high voltage basement days. Oh, come uh, on. But, well, you can. You can. I right. think we knew one song. Well, one of the first bands I was ever in was. Uh, can you guys. Am I talking too loud? Or no, you're, no, you're, you're fine. perfect. Yep. You're, you're good. perfect. Okay. Yep. Yep. I don't know if I'm shouting or whatever, but okay. It was a band called COD. And we had a singer. His name was Mike. <laughs> he was a dick. And uh, it was kind of a takeoff on SOD, actually. We did these fast songs, funny parody, kind of ripping on stuff that people loved. You, you want we me did to... a song, maybe this sounds familiar, Jeff. We did a song about yeah. Jerry Garcia. Yeah, and... I heard about that, and I also heard like the whole COD thing. It was like... Clowns of Doom. Yeah, I Clowns thought it was like Doom. cash on delivery. Nope. You know? Nope, yeah, cottage no, cheese no. on demand is what it stood for. <laughs> no, I just had to throw that out there because Mike and I do have a little. Sitting at a party, drinking for free, yeah, some deadhead oh, pulled a knife on me. What the fuck? <laughs> what did I say? All I said was the dead was gay. Deadhead. Deadhead. Uh, deadhead. Boom. You, oh was, shit. That, I am very impressed with that. You, you remember the lyrics. Um, so am I. You, you. I, there was a second line too that was something like, "You worship a guy whose belly is lumpy. You call him God, but we I call him Stumpy." stumpy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Jerry Garcia. Yeah, yeah. Fingers removed. But anyway, yeah. so I forgot the second verse. Yeah, I remember the Stumpy <laughs> line because I think you came up with that. I, it was so abrasive, man. I was like, "That's great. That's got to go in the song." Man. And we started the song. We had a marimba. What? We had a marimba in, oh boy. in the basement. My sister was playing the marimba at the time, and Brian Mann was like, we got to start it going dink, 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 dink. Oh, that's right. Yes. And then 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 he went in with power bar chords, because I think that's all anybody knew back then was bar chords. Yes. Yes. Well, that's all I know still. <laughs> <laughs> I plateaued, I, and it's all been downhill ever since. But and then, uh, I don't know where to start. I don't. I, so you started in the basement with COD, and yeah, I, apparently, I, I'm actually proud to, that you remembered that there was a COD. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, my memory's starting to fade. Once I hit 50, man, it started to get a little fuzzy. But I used to have a mind like a steel trap when it came to like the bands I was in and everyone I jammed with and all that stuff, man, I'll never forget that stuff. It was so much fun. Frank, what was, um, Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. So Frank, what was your first band? First, um, uh, like 
well, if you're going to talk about fun bands, like what about Frank, John, and John? I was well, waiting. Frank, I mean, John, and John. That was the two you of you. Um, so my name came first. John, John's name came twice. And uh, very similar. We, But everything was spontaneous. So we just made, we recorded songs on a tape recorder spontaneously. <laughs> it's got it right there. It's got it right there. Got my Frank John and John disc here, Frank. Dude, oh, there. You need okay. to you need to send me you need to send me a digital one of the songs digitally. Oh, and it's volume one. Oh, yeah, they made the lots one. of them. Volume one. They made lots of them. Um, and because you guys were just talking about that band that that you were in for five seconds. Hey, hey, which- hey, hey! Shut up. <laughs> we played. Uh, we played in the best the best basements of North Syracuse. That's right. <laughs> Spark something because there was a side project to Frank John and John that we did, what's called Rosemary's Babies, and that could have been because Brian Mann's riffs were incredible. Those could have been manslaughter songs, like not like similar to like the SOD stuff with all tongue in cheek, and it could have been the but the music could be Anthrax because the riffs were so awesome. Same thing with uh, that, and it was all spontaneous, right? And they were. We were kind of making fun of the satanic bands from back then, and we would like the names of the songs were like "Spilling in Blood" and uh, "E is for Evil" and "Bone." You probably would remember more than, but that was awesome. I actually, I actually have the disc here. I, it's, I forgot to dig it out. I, I forgot, dude. I, how did I forget that one? I don't know. Come on, but guys. We were sort of making fun of all the satanic black metal bands like Venom and stuff, even though you know I liked some of that stuff. I was going to say, just, we would get together, actually, have some drinks, catch a buzz, and just start riffing and making up crazy lyrics. And it was a lot of fun, man. When we got, when we I actually liked it. Venom. Like, I never was a Venom fan. No, I, 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 I did. I, I, I got, did. I liked Motorhead. Yeah. That, that yeah. was just as like, you know, but Venom just. Yeah, I was. I think I was afraid. <laughs> I was afraid no, I was going the, to hell. No, the album that scared the hell out of me was uh, Slayer's. Slayer. Slayer had the soundtrack to hell. Yeah, that's true. True. I, I mean, I did not like Slayer. <laughs> See, no kidding. God's here. Yeah, great. Hi guys. Oh, is that God? okay? Yeah. It's me. It's God. For future reference. Oh my me. <laughs> Just so you hear when you hear that voice, <sighs> it's God. So he didn't like Slayer. He liked Striper. <laughs> uh, Frank can speak for that. I. Uh, um... That Christian metal never did much for me. I, I you know, I like, yeah, I respect it, but I never did. Watch out, we're gonna get burned up here in a I second. Know. <laughs> hey, you know, I, uh, I like, I like all kinds of music, but Striper, I always, I always found, uh, I thought their talent was definitely outweighed their message. Let's yeah. put it that way. That's fair. I think that's fair. All right. He's thinking. Uh, Hang on, I see the smoke you, coming out. You're of more in Striper than I am. Oh, I, they're one of the few bands that I still buy their 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 music that comes out now. Yes, Because they're a lot heavier now than they were back then. Yep. they were a little yep. more. Back then. <clears throat> yes, yeah. they are. Um, we can. Uh, I don't think. Well, we can continue to talk about Striper. I I, I know Bone would love that. <laughs> That's okay, man. <laughs> I'm good. I actually I actually interviewed Michael Sweet in 1991 at the Lost Horizon. Oh really? Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, that, that, and that was Jeff's. That was Jeff's five minutes of fame right there. Too. Done. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was. 
You were there, Frank? Oh, yeah. That's cool. We were all there. So you, you were there, so you remember that Trickster opened the show then? Yes. Yeah. There. Here we go. Actually, Mr. fucking trivia. Yep. I actually saw Skipper in Florida five, six years ago. Well, with all the nursing homes down there, they've got to be visiting <laughs> all the time now. It's like, you better listen to this message. You're you're about to, you know. See you soon. You know. <laughs> God. I'm telling you, man. Uh, that's where uh, New Balance sneakers and this hat. Members no. jackets. Yeah. <laughs> members only jackets. Yeah, do you have a members only jacket, Frank, that come with the house? I do not. I do not. I'll have to pick one up. Yeah, we got to stop <laughs> picking on Frank. We got to start picking on Bone a little bit. But All there's right. nothing to pick about. Bone still, you know, Bone still looks rock and roll. Well, yeah. Not I, well. No, you're you're still bringing the party back being <laughs> on your collar. So you love the yeah, fun. man. Yeah, it's that it hasn't fallen out yet, man. It's See? I got lucky. I, 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 you know, I'm right. I look I look the same as I did here. You know what I mean? Yeah, there it is. Oh, look there's at that. the manslaughter days. Look at that. Oh, right there. Look at manslaughter guys. A lot of pop, props. He, yeah, I know he yeah, brought he brought all the props. Did. Dude, that's, that's I got awesome. Some research here. I got notes, yeah. guys. Go, oh, look, look at this. He's got notes. Of, hey, fuck face. Hey. I got I got dates here for you, Mike. I got I got something for you. First time at the Lost Horizon. Can yeah. I give you this one? Go ahead. Can I just? I don't mean to deviate the conversation. No, this. Uh, you no, know this what? Is, if we were sitting around a campfire right now. Yeah, this would be the this would be the conversation. Yeah. That's what this right. show is about. We're just That's, we're yeah. shooting this shit, and people want to hear a little bit about the stuff that didn't happen on stage. But we will ask you a couple things. Oh yeah, about uh, okay. about your stage cool. life, both of you. Well, yeah. Frank won't like this. This does have something to do with Frank, myself, and Mike. But Frank uh, won't like it very much. He probably is still holding a grudge over this one. We we know uh, it's coming. Yeah, you know it's coming. <laughs> he already knows. He knows. Um, November eighteenth. I looked this up. I did research, guys. November 18th, 1983. First time I ever stepped foot in the Lost Horizon. And uh, that was for Mike. Do you know? We went and saw Twisted Sister. Yep. And uh, according to uh, our friend who embellishes a lot, after the show, we hung out in the... Actually, you know, he unfriended me, so fuck him. Uh, (laughs) Randy. (laughs) Randy Barrington. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, then went the next day to tell everybody that that uh, John and I, yeah, and uh, John Malia, who was with us, and who else was with us? Was there a four? No, that was it. It was just the I three of us. Little, honestly, I don't think little John was there, man. I think it was just the three of us. I thought he was little at John. a picture. He was at when we met the band. He yeah, was at ninety five X. Yes, I wasn't. In fact, my uh, first autograph from D was like, "Hey, Mike, where the fuck are you, D. Schneider?" And that you guys oh, brought that back to me, <laughs> and then later that night we we went to the Lost Horizon, and we were yep. forced to sit at the table and don't move, really under any circumstance. Yeah, we were what fifteen? Oh, sixteen? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's what. Yeah, that's why. Okay. Yeah. Your your dad actually your dad got us in, Mike. Yep. Because I because I think he knew Greg Italiano. He knew Tony. Mm. He knew Greg's or father. Tony, yeah, yes. Somebody who worked there. Yep. And because uh, I remember he. Got, I don't know how it happened. I really don't because we met him at 95X. Then we went back to Frank's house, I think, and we were just all freaking giddy, man. We were like, couldn't believe we met these guys. And this is and bef- more- this is before so they. This was before. What? This was under the blade. Yeah, this. No, is- you can't stop rock and roll. Right. It was before uh, Stay Hungry. The big, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Videos and before they got real big. Okay. And uh, so I got a call from I think Randy, and he said. 
you want to go see Twisted Sister? My you family know, just bought the Lost Horizon. And I'm like, yeah, go why? How, how can we get in? And he goes, well, I talked to Mike, and he said his dad knows some of you works there can get us in. Hell yeah, you know, of course. And I thought we'd all we're all gonna go, but I don't know what happened with Frank, but it ended up just being the three of us. Yeah, how did that happen, Frank? Uh, my mother wouldn't let me go. That's right. <laughs> well, pretty good. Dude, it's, you can't be mad at us then. You, yeah, you know. yeah. No, Frank's was, not going. I, we're not going. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> we're going. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. Right. We got who else was? Well, didn't it like Dave Ciamaro go down there with us at ninety five X? Yes. Yeah, was? he's in. He's in the picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I have that picture somewhere. I yep. thought. I'm surprised the, the prop, prop guy doesn't have it. Yeah, yeah. You don't have it, prop guy. Uh. No, prop guy doesn't have it. No, I got it on my phone, but not no pictures, no physical pictures here. No. Okay. Um, I got yeah. D. Snyder's headband he gave me. Do you really? Yeah, I still have that. Yeah, wow. impressive. I'm keeping the DNA in case we need to clone another one. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, he is that getting up impressive. there in age. Yeah, right. You guys brought me a shirt. We did. We did. We did. That's yes. cool. The pink, pink like, muscle shirt. I think. Yeah. Yeah, they, that's when they were selling the three-quarter length sleeve shirts, the baseball kind of. Yes. Three-quarter yep. length sleeve was yeah, concert shirts. Yep. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like exactly. the one. Yeah, Frank, yeah, Frank. Like, the, yeah, Frank the dick can still fit in his fucking high school clothes since he lost all that weight that time. So. Yeah, prick. Yeah. I think the only. I still have my baby weight. I think the only baseball shirt I ever bought was <laughs> cheap trick. No, Dokken. Ah, Dokken. They came to the War Memorial. You just breaking those Sammy, chains with Sammy Hagar, and they were on their tooth and nail tour. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, that that I Lost Horizon night sure. was that was a surreal night, and and like I said, according to the embellisher, um, we <laughs> did a lot more than we even thought we did. You know, this is news to me, Mike. I would yeah. love to know what else we did. Did yeah. he I did don't... he join Twisted Sister that evening? No, no. Later on, he joined Warrant. I know. Uh, so he says. Did didn't he give AJ Peril the drummer drum lessons? He there? taught him, yes. Ah. Taught him how to match grip the drumsticks. Okay. Something. Yes, a pair of Randy, uh, the embellisher's drumsticks. The embellisher. Right? We're just going to call him the embellisher from now on. Embellisher? Okay. Hey, yeah. I don't want to bad mouth, but I'll go along with this. Yeah. Embellish, <laughs> embellisher Ington. <laughs> embellisher Ington. Uh, hey, he unfriended uh, me. He, uh, they, gloves are off. Did, yeah? I don't know. Why? We gotta find out. Well, uh, he's probably mad at me because I fibbed about something. Oh no! Wait, no, that'd be. Never mind. <laughs> Anybody in our circle of friends, Billy Johnson's fucking dying right now. He's like <laughs> Mike. One of the funniest things I ever saw on Facebook, and I didn't want to bring this up, but okay. The, 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 here's the can of worms, man. It's all it's opened up. But here it comes. You posted a picture of yourself. Uh, I think it was like a profile picture or something, and you were singing. It was like you're right. on stage, and you had a laminate around your neck. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember this. About a year ago? <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. Wait a minute. The laminate is on my wall behind me. Yeah, and, you know oh, yeah. it is? It's that show on the on the poster behind Jeff's head. We were playing at, at uh, the flat track races out okay. in Weedsport, yep. and that was our biggest show. We had 5,000 people there. Well, actually, ESPN, so wait, ESPN was there, too, to, to film it. Yeah. But wait, I know where he's going with That's this. Great. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't make no, these. But anyways, yeah, no. And I know where, where you're going with this because of yeah, my yeah, comment. Yeah. Do you want me to? Yes. Me to, yes. 
keep going with it. This is fucking hilarious. I love <laughs> so myself. So, of course, people are making comments, and, you know, 99% of them are positive. Well, here comes the embellisher, oh, and boy. he breaks Mike's balls about having, well, you know, you got to have some crack about the laminate. You got it. Because he was basically, like, saying, is that really necessary? Like, what, right. what do you oh, think wow. about Poser? He was calling you a Poser, was. really. Right. And, and it and was Mike, necessary. You're, you're, Mike's comeback was great, and he's like, "Well, at least it was a legitimate uh, laminate." Oh, and I—that's when he goes, he, un- Randy, he goes, he goes, "How many? How many have you printed out at home? Uh, you know, how <laughs> many? How many dozen have you printed out at home? Yeah, you know what I mean, like, <clears throat> and man, that shut him right down. Oh yeah, was great. yeah. I don't remember the exact wording, but man, I laughed my ass off at that. Well, here's what's best because that p- picture got posted. He busted my balls, and three days later, um, was it Johnson and I went to see Steel Panther at Del Lago, and I had just gotten this pissing match with the embellisher, and around the fucking corner comes him, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go. He's like, hey man, I was just kidding you. I'm like, you're a dick. I and and that's why I called you out. And and Johnson's just like, I'm walking away. I'm <laughs> I'm yeah, walking man. away. You know. So I wanted to like that comment so bad, but I didn't want to get in the middle of it. I'm not like a drama guy, but man, that was right? fun. So, that was oh, fun. I, it, I might have commented when it, was it, that about a year But yeah. a little over a year ago. Yeah, Fr- you know what? Frank's gonna fucking look it up. <laughs> and, then <he's> gonna, <laughs> and then he's gonna say something. It's like Frank commented on something from a year and a half ago. <laughs> Dude, I will applaud Good you stuff. if you do that. I am an that's beautiful. <laughs> I am an asshole. <laughs> so, but you know what? We we were told we had to wear those. Yeah, we did all day. Yeah, because it was our only way to get around the track. Yep. And I've had shows like that. Yeah, not not as big, but I mean, I've had shows where you had to wear them. Mm-hmm. You know, we pass we had no we guys. Yeah. We had no business playing no. that fucking show whatsoever no. we a friend of mine ran a harley shop up in uh toward Was watertown it? yeah and he got the call from the people that run the daytona 500 that said do you know any bands in the area we could have play play the flat track race and he called me and i get this call from the daytona the, the, 500 uh yeah. llc or whatever yeah you know and, and how much do you guys want and I hit him as high, high as I thought we should get paid. And he's like, yeah. oh, God, that's no problem. I was like, fuck. <laughs> should have been went higher. <laughs> but that that was that yeah. and the two gigs up at SU yeah. that paid us big money. And we yeah. got the VIP treatment with the yep. fucking, we got our own box for the for the football game. And yep. yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. They started doing bands in the quad before the game. And the drummer we had at the time knew one of the guys at SU and it's like, dude, I can, I can get you guys in there. I'm looking yeah. for a band anyway. And he did. And that's how we ended up with it. Well, a lot of bands couldn't do it cause they didn't have, we had insurance. Yes. We actually had a, a rider a rider in case we played a bigger venue because we had to have it for that fast track. Yep. Or a flat track race. Yeah. So they kept going to other bands and they're like, well, we don't have insurance on the band. Why the fuck would we have that? Right. And our drummer owned his own business. So he put a rider DR writer. He put a writer on his policy to yep. cover us. So again, That's two more shows we had no business playing. <laughs> no kidding. 
No I've kidding. been playing like 35 years, you know, shows. Yeah. And I don't think I've had one rider, guys. So yeah. that's oh. <laughs> so good for you guys, man. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. That's yeah. great. We we got fed a yeah. lot of food. They were they were three. able <laughs> Yeah, they were able to give it like the first time we did it, they were able to give us a just a regular suite and you go in and you hang out and you eat whatever whatever they put. Whatever they put out and you drink on them. Everything's on them. And the second time we did it, we got the VIP suite, which is like four suites in one. Yeah, we were hanging out with guys that played in the Super Bowl from, from what, the Eagles, I think? No, or? it was... Um, oh, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was the day I stuck my foot in my mouth with them. Um, oh, the walk-on. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he played for the Baltimore Ravens and got a Super Bowl win with them. But he played at SU as well. That's yeah, he awesome, had a man. he had a ring the size of this microphone. Yeah, you know, he yeah. was a big boy. And I asked him, I I'll tell the story. Screw it. Uh, I asked him. I said, "Did you uh, did you retire?" And he said, "Yeah." And I said, "So you weren't like that guy that was playing with the Buffalo Bills who retired at halftime?" And his wife or girlfriend, whichever it was, was standing next to him. She starts laughing and she goes, "Oh my God!" She goes, "That's like his best friend." And I'm like, "Oh shit." Yeah. Yeah, Jeff's oh. like, you weren't like that dick, were you? Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, let me get him on the phone, and yep. you can tell Hold him that there, mullet boy. Yep. He'll be dragging you all over the fucking place. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. Yep. I was like, just trying go. to make small talk, man. Arthur, it was, his, name was, um, his name was Arthur Jones. Yeah. Mrs. Jones's son. Mrs. Yeah. Yeah, me and well, the whole thing. The whole thing had to be surreal then. I'm it was right? until it, until yeah. our time. bass player at the time. Oh, the yeah. the fucking the oil can. Oh, uh, what do you call it? like the Tin Man that he never moved in the corner? You know those how those bass players are. Yeah, they're terrible. Man. He's over there with his girlfriend, and they're like looting the place. Yeah, they're like, there's a whole bunch of like SU shit in these drawers. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like stuffing her purse. Yeah, full of like SU. There are laminates, just and dumb stuff shit. like that. Yeah, I think Randy had him to get it. Mm. <laughs> the embellisher needed it so he could make. SU backstage passes. Yep. Get all the laminates you can get. Playboy laminates? <laughs> ah. Oh, dude, we could have this whole show about. I know. I didn't want to go this way, but I couldn't help it. Man. Listen, I'd, I'd you're, rather you're not. Bringing out the, you're bringing out the best in me, Mike. The Gerber yeah. baby. <laughs> the Gerber baby. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, God. That's I right. About I forgot that, about man. the Gerber baby. Yeah, see, nobody oh, knows shit. what we're talking about. You, oh, God. Man, that's funny. You know what we need to do? We need to go to Carmela's and go there for happy hour. Man. No tip that rap. That'd be great. No, that'd be great. No tip rap. Hit it. Wow. No tip. That's a good one. Nada. Nothing. That's Zilch. it. <laughs> he was a Gerber baby. Oh, oh my God. I can't. Can't do it. Frank Frank's got the whole treasure trove of all the bullshit. I mean, if yeah. if if the government is trying so hard to track down these fifty guys that lied, yeah, they would best be suited to find the original one embellisher. But yeah, right. <laughs> he started right here. I mean, <laughs> no, no, guys, you don't really have to go there. Right, you can just tell people you did. <laughs> I mean, if they... good point. Yeah. Oh boy! Yeah, my grandfather painted the Sistine Chapel. That's that's my uncle's Ugh. finger pointing to God. That's, that's yeah, him. That's, that's him. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yes, it was. I was there. See, God said Here so. Here we go. <laughs> Once again, 
Okay, so let's get back. Let's put the wheels back on yeah, this, shall we? <laughs> yeah, say. yeah. So that's a rabbit hole, we're, man. That's a deep rabbit hole. It's man. such yeah, a. We better back it up a little bit. But that's okay. We can. Well, we can move on. what you guys don't know <clears throat> is that I have him in the waiting room, and I'm bringing him on, on oh, now to answer better. for his crime. So let me. No. Yeah. <laughs> Send the vet. <laughs> uh oh. Send the vet. That's what he said. No, in the vet. In the vet. Oh, maybe Bill Bill Johnson knows about that. Never mind. In the vet. Yeah. No, he. Well, he. Okay. He pulled up to a party and he left something oh, in the vet. The Corvette. And he kept every five minutes. That's in the vet. I left it in the vet. And um, made the the premise is he he wanted to make sure everybody knew that. He had his vet with him. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, yeah. All right. The car. Yeah. yeah. The Corvette. The vet. Yep. What well, we didn't Every realize time. that he wasn't lying. He had his veterinarian that takes care of his gerbil, uh, probably sitting out in his Impala. Yeah. yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, and John just disappeared. Oh, there he is. There he is. She came down yep. to say hi. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Everybody's got to brag about their pussy, uh, about their cat. Well, you know, yeah, I'm a single guy. That's all I get right there. So. Anyway, uh, there isn't any peanut butter in your house, is there? What? what? Uh, no comment. Yeah. Oh wow. What's this podcast rated, by the way? I mean, how oh. far can we go with this? I don't know. It's uh, it's it's explicit. Yeah. Yeah, is you it? can say fuck. Yeah. Yeah. We, there isn't anything okay. we don't. No, say. right. You know, right. I mean, we could even tell a joke like, "What's the difference between an onion and a and a hooker?" Yeah, people cry when you chop up an onion. Ah, uh, uh, that's good. all right. I'll all type right. it out for you, Frank. I'll send it to you so you can read it and figure Thanks. it out. Yeah. <laughs> so, getting well, back to the a, yeah, please shout. Can we? Getting back to the music. Let's get back to the music. Frank, John, and John. <laughs> see how he see how he nuzzles that i know he's making a bunch of people jealous right now he is too got, it's gonna get real weird in here in a minute <laughs> don't make me go get my dog <laughs> it's chihuahua oh geez nobody's got a chihuahua they swam across the river and they're living somewhere else now right yeah so Frank, John, and John, you put out all these CDs, and Frank, you're at that time you're learning you're learning to play, to play more and more, because you've just kind of taught yourself, right? Uh, John, you want to tell him the story, or because you're a better storyteller, go ahead. Uh, about how we both learned how to play guitar. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I started taking lessons at ten, uh, in North Syracuse. I can't remember the name of the place. Allegro or DeSantis. It was the place across the kitty corner to like Goldberg's. And there was a, a big bank right next door, an M&T. I think it was, was it Allegro music. I can't it might remember. have been Allegro. I can't remember. Buzz Cool was the guy's name. He was, oh, yeah. uh, he's in the uh, Syracuse. In, he got a Sammy. He's in like the Syracuse Hall of Fame. He's, Rick Cool he was, was a, played in the Outlaws. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Rick, Rick Cool was his son. He played in the Outlaws, and he's playing in a cool. Christian band now. Anyways, I started taking lessons at 10, 
and but he was old school so i learned how to read music i was playing mary had a little lamb from staff music which yes. is not what i wanted to do you know what i mean i wanted to play kiss songs of course you know it's 1977 78 and i'm all about you know i'm getting into rock and heavier rock like cheap trick and kiss and van halen and stuff like cheap that trick. i wanted to start playing riffs but i had to suffer through two or three years of staff music but the guy was great though i, lo- I love the guy and Anyway, shortly after I started taking lessons, Frank uh, went to the same, you know, he's like, oh, you're taking, you know, Frank and I used to hang out every day. So he, he signed up, took lessons there as well. So that's sort of where we got our start of, you know, playing, getting our, you know, hands around the instrument, so to speak. Okay. That, that was good. But yeah, anyways, yeah. So that's where that kind of started. And then uh, Frank and I just screwed around doing the Frank John and John thing. You know, at his mother's house, just goofing around with a tape recorder, writing songs and being, you know, goofy songs. And, and then uh, at some point, no, actually, you know, the one of the first bands I was in, check, okay, real quick. I was 14 or 15, and Randy said, you want to come over? I mean, I remember uh, that. Yeah, I, I oh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, that guy, okay. He's the embellisher. That, that guy, the embellisher. I checked the embellisher, thank you. You want to come over and check out my band? My band's going to jam. I go, okay, yeah, absolutely. At 14, I'm all in, man, yeah. So his little bedroom, I don't know if you were ever there, Mike. Dude, oh, no, I was there with Tommy Giussini singing. Yes, okay, you were there. Yeah, 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 yeah. there was like 11 of us packed in that tiny little fucking bedroom with his double bass kit. And, again, back to you guys, Bill Berry was in the band. Yep. And Darren Scott was in the band. Right. Yes. So that's when I first met Darren. Which he comes into the picture a little bit later. Aha. Jesus and, uh, Christ, he's got the Belladonna. <laughs> yeah. Did you play with Belladonna? So, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you played with Belladonna. Uh, no shit. Okay, I didn't uh, know that. I Well, we haven't hung out in a while, but yeah, yeah. Um, so that's where I met Darren. I met Bill Berry. And so they, they, they jammed. It was, it was great. I loved it as a kid. It was the first time I heard like a loud, really loud, Band, you know, music instruments right in my face, you know. Dude, and, the bedroom uh, was smaller than this room. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah, little tiny cape. One of them, like yeah. Yeah, yeah. What they call plantation houses. Yeah. But according to him, it was one of thirty that his parents owned, and they owned yeah, all the booters. Here we go. Booters from Florida to Alaska. Um, here we go. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the bedroom was this big. But yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Jeez. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, so they needed a bass player. Now I had been taking guitar lessons. And I so desperately wanted to get into a band. I said, well, I play guitar. I could probably play bass. I mean, if I can play chords, I can play single notes, certainly. Oh, he I mean, sacrificed himself. Well, I mean, this is my 14-year-old brain working, right? I yeah. just wanted in. So I went out and bought a bass for like 150 bucks, 200 bucks. And I showed up the next week or whenever they practice the next time. And I learned two or three songs. The first song I ever played in a band was Switch 625 by Def Leppard. Def Leppard, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So the bass line was literally like four notes. You know yep. what I mean? So that's all I had to learn, right? <laughs> and, uh, and oh man, I was, I was so jacked about that. That was so fun. I'm playing with Darren and Bill, and it's loud. And I'm like, wow, I'm in a band, you know? Well, we practiced, I think, twice, maybe three times, and then the whole thing just fizzled, and it was everybody, like, everybody left one by one. So I then well, I was like, damn it, man, I, I got a bass. And I'm not in a band, you know, what am I? So I went back to the music shop. They were nice enough. They gave me a little bit of the money back. 
and I sold my bass back to the music shop. Years later, I bought another one and got in, you know, to manslaughter. But that was my first sort of time I jammed. The first song I played with like a real, you know, other musicians and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. Right. But, you know, I, I mean, it's a, it's a fun memory. But man, yeah, that, that room was so small. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, I think I was right up against Randy's symbols, like right here on my arm. And I'm just trying to stay out of everybody's way. And it was just, yeah. Was... People were like, the singer had to stand on the bed. Yeah. Because there was no place for him to stand. Oh, my God. Bill Barry, I think he like, I don't know if he was sitting on Randy's dresser. I mean, it was, yeah. So, Lovely. and Bill is not much different than Bill was back then. I think the hair oh. was still the same. He had just got, okay. he just moved here from California and he had that cold California cool dude vibe. Okay. You yeah. know, and Randy, whatever he wanted, his parents just was like, you know, I guess we don't eat this week because Randy wants a new drum set. So, you know, boom. <laughs> yeah. You know. yeah. I mean, I mean, when they what? cashed in some bear bonds that they had from their, <laughs> their kingdom in Nigeria. Uh, There's a theme here. <laughs> this whole show is going to be based on the lies we've lived. I mean, lives. <laughs> Oh it's my the God. thread that's going to run through the whole thing. Yeah, I, it's I, a I perfect. It. It's Yo, a thread that keeps it. going. I mean, we've got fifty years worth of shit we could talk about. Just so keep pulling at that thing, man. Yeah, that's and then great. like next week we'll bring Billy Johnson on and be like, "Tell us about the lies. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the the shy gun lies." Uh. <laughs> so Frank, what about you, man? Tell us your base your base history your 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 musician history when you used to have hair. Uh well. That was the Shy Guns was the first band, um, for about ten seconds. But hey, you played, we, you played, you played a hundred kegger. Yeah. Who was your yeah. manager? I was gonna, I was gonna mention that. We're, we, I. Oh we, Jesus! We, Come on. We, I think we had to sign paper. I still hold the contract. You, <laughs> you still owe me ten percent of everything you've made in life up until now. <laughs> he can't even talk about he can't it. Talk. I didn't even get free fish when he was a monger. <laughs> well, uh, well, come on, um, fish boy, spit it out. Uh, Shy Guns was actually probably John Hamilton's favorite band that I was in. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Because we were. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Because we were so raw, and we we had no idea what we were doing, but we we got gigs. We played out. We did some cool covers. We did a Ramones cover. We like beefed up uh, like an Ario song. It was mostly originals back then. You guys obviously, yeah. Um, exact opposite now, right? It's all. It's all oh, covers. is it ever? But back then, we did throw in some cool um, covers, and for like, and back then, like the '80s bands or or the. I guess it was the the nineties by the time I it was like nineteen ninety when I joined a band, I think. Yep. It was ninety nineteen ninety. Quote unquote glam bands or whatever you want to call us, they were all doing covers. If you did covers, you do a cover of a of another glam band. I thought we did some cool covers like a Ramones cover or we we did like a mainstream like the journey or uh Ario Speedwagon kind of beef it up a little bit. So that was kind of cool. Then we it was basically the same people, and then we we got Brad and Blondes together, and 
that was pretty cool. We switched singers a couple times, and I joined Sleaze for about ten minutes, with that, which is pretty interesting. <laughs> couple really ah cool. Sleaze. Um, they got along great with the Manslaughter guys because they practiced in the at Albinos, and they would come down and. There's some good stories there. They were really cool guys. I don't know. Did you know any of them, Mike? Well, oh, the God, yes. I was with yeah. you, you jackass. Okay. Well, you know. I, <laughs> we I were doing really space in the- helmets in the manslaughter room. Man. Come on. Space helmets, dude. Doing sp- dude. That's the. That's- I can't, I look, wait, wait, wait. I can't talk about space helmets. Yes, you can. Because if my mother sees this, this is not. Mary's not going to watch this. Okay, no. I don't. As Mary's free. I really don't. So somebody's got to. Somebody's got to tell me what it is. Yeah, no John, kidding. John never partook in these. Okay, right. I got gotcha. uh, you. Want me to explain? Oh, I, I, I've, I have explained actually what a space helmet was on this show. We were talking about we with Ian Bag. We talked about it. Ian Bag's oh, a, yeah, a yeah. comedian from uh, like Netflix and stuff. We had him on a show a couple. He was the first. He was the reason we started doing Zoom. Yeah. And he, we were talking about Matt's beer balls. And I yes. and he goes, well, people used to make lamps out of it. Lamps. Yep. We used to make fucking helmets. We cut the base off, put a towel around her neck, punch a hole in it, put that helmet on, and then shotgun the bowl, because it's legal now. Oh. Shotgun the bowl into the helmet. And you yeah. just stayed in there till you just forgot your fucking name. Basically, anyone that walked in the room five, which was our room at Albino's. Yeah. That was sort of like the christening. That's your you rite of passage. Right, so rite of passage. Like, yeah, you you had to do. So I'm pretty sure Frank was involved in that. He, it's just, just doesn't remember that. You know, Frank did too many hits. Apparently, did Frank? Did you even smoke dope back then? Uh, I wasn't really my thing, but I, I yeah, probably a couple hundred times. But he part um, he partaked in the uh, partook partook in the uh, you know festivities. Well, yeah, he liked the devil's lettuce. Oh, the hippie lettuce. Yeah, I upgraded yeah. from the lettuce to the dandruff, and that's when all the yeah. shit happened. It was terrible. <laughs> so you went skiing. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Well, you know, I'm not. A, I'm not afraid you. to say it, but leave my dandruff alone. Okay, uh, God go. doesn't want to start talking about no the dandruff. dandruff. Okay. <laughs> well, that's how I got to meet all of Randy's other friends, like. Like rags and oh. stomper, I don't want to say the name. Yeah, man. He, yep. I love that guy, man. Stomper, He's great. Yeah, Willie. Yeah, have you seen yeah. Willie lately? He looks like Abraham Lincoln. He's got the I worst see pictures online. I haven't physically hung out with him in a couple of years. Uh, I was I was with him last Thursday, and he's letting the beard grow and go gray. Okay. I turned. I didn't even recognize him. I thought I was being attacked by Abe Lincoln. Oh, nice. I said, "What the fuck is on your face?" He's like, "I'm letting it go." I'm like, "You're. You look like shit. You look like you're 90 fucking years old. Shave that stupid <laughs> thing off your face." Way, way to be. Way to be friendly, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were at bike night, out at Sharky's watching Dangerous Type. So, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Bill's a good dude. Great dude. He is great, dude. Just he just built a studio down in his basement, and he's he's he? he's gearing up to start uh, writing a bunch of songs that will never leave the basement. So, <laughs> so when they bulldoze it, when he's dead, the, the, the tapes will still be there. Yeah, yeah what is okay. this? This is the Lost Beatles tapes. Then they'll play. Oh, jeez. 
they'll, early dates. They'll yeah, be like, what the fuck go. is this? This song's called, I, I hung out with Metallica. This is cool. <laughs> I hung Wait a out minute. with Metallica. Yeah, this, this album's called The Embellisher. What is this over here? Oh, <laughs> here we go. Wait, wait. All right, prop, prop guy's back. Okay. Nice. Last time I hung out with Bill, he gave me this for my birthday. We hung out at my 50th birthday. He showed up and brought me some gifts. No shit. Nice. Yep. And I'm a sentimental fool. I never threw anything out. So if you ever gave me anything, Mike, I probably still have it. So you still have herpes? Uh, yeah. That's the gift that keeps giving. Frank knew right exactly. Frank's like, look, he's about to say something, and I know what he's going to say. Dude, I set you up nice for that You one, did. So Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Welcome. I still have the sore on the inside of my lip. Well, why doesn't that surprise me? He's a good kisser. Is he? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> good, good for you. And the last three people just turned the radio off. So now we can uh, we can move on. All right. Now we can really. <laughs> I noticed you're wearing a kiss shirt. Wayne Johnson would be very proud of you. No. Not Bill Ali would be very proud of him, too. Look, Wayne Johnson. He's truly solo album. Oh, God. My Did, favorite rock album. Did you uh, have you listened to our eleven hour Wayne Johnson interview? Uh, I've heard bits and pieces. Yeah. Well, there's lots but of bits I mean, and pieces. Uh, I've heard bits and pieces. I've also heard other. Uh, I think it's that chilling with Rick guy there. He. I heard some of that too when Wayne was on it. That was like a. Oh, when Wayne was on his. Oh, yeah, when, that was three hours. Yeah, yeah that was that was a day and a half. I think when Wayne was on that one. Oh, oh the man. one. Go ahead, Frank. You you cut out. Oh, I was just saying that that it's at the one that never ended. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah, Rick. It, Rick it kept trying to end, but it, it just never, never. So never Rick is Rick is on our show next week. We pre-recorded yes. next week because I've I've got to be out of town for work, and uh, yep. I remember Rick saying on he goes I had to kick him off because he wouldn't stop. Uh, he wouldn't stop the interview. Right. Uh, and we uh, uh we tried. Several times, because Mike looked at me at one point and he goes, "You're getting us out of oh, this." Yeah, yeah. There was no, we didn't have video then, and I was right. like this. I just, I took my hat off, and I looked at him. I muted my microphone. I says, "You're getting us out of this one." And I, yeah. I tried. We couldn't do it several times until <laughs> Mike finally was like, "This dude's got to go." Well, no, it, it, I, his stories were interesting. They were, and yeah. You know, um, no, they were. He he could have a bronze medal in some of the stuff that some of the other guy had, but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he's got he's got a million stories because he's he's constantly promoting himself. So God bless him for doing he, it. He is. But you know, like these two guys have got a million stories too. But we only have so much memory. They don't have seven Facebook pages to tell everybody. No. <laughs> Please, fishmongerfrank.com <laughs> Fish. I don't oh. like hambone.com <laughs> right Johnny Johnny and his cats.com Johnny and his cats oh, the nice. cats meow.com yeah the cats meow yeah that's, that's right cool. cats meow cats me if you can yeah cats me if you can cats me if you can we've got a lot of catting up to do hey. uh oh hey I'm writing I'm writing these down here this, this is next band's this name next, yeah catting yeah. up yeah Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Cats of nine tails. He's a cats of nine tails. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the no, the Wayne's album. One of my oldest friends. I mean, I think what Frank. We probably met him when we were thirteen or fourteen. Solid we all, guy. Solid. You know. 
why he ended up doing what he was doing is because of us two, because he hung out with us when we were younger. Okay. Yeah, yeah actually, it is. And you guys yes, got he, him into Kiss, I think. Yeah, oh, yeah. McGuilty. That's us. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're the reason. And Slaughter on the podcast and just said, uh, you know, I was hanging around with these guys and I decided, you know, and he, he's his word. So I'm not picking on him. He's like, he was this goofy kid with a bowl haircut and he said that in the podcast so I don't, i'm not picking on him right and he just was hanging out with us and we were a little this this says a lot we were a little cooler than he was which is which is not anything to write home about. okay oh boy <laughs> all right i'm gonna paint this picture here we it's go a whole bar. That's a yeah right bar. have you Some guys bit. have you guys ever watched the goldbergs no shit there's a character uh-huh. on the Goldbergs <laughs> that hangs out with Adam Goldberg, and his name is Dave Kim. Okay. And he he's, uh, he's like an Asian guy with a bowl cut. And the first I saw that, I was like, slight resemblance to the young Wayne Johnson. Till Wayne grew his hair, and then he okay. was the tallest long-haired dude yeah. in the county, yeah. I think. I mean, Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I yep. this whole time I thought he was American Indian. I guess I'm wrong. So. No, we we were both wrong on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I went over his house one day after after school, and I brought a couple of Kiss albums, and that I swear was the beginning of the, the beginning of, of the end. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, play that it, pal. True. I, First one's free. <laughs> now put but, on your. No, and it's kind of cool. I mean, him and I, we joke about it. I'm like, I think I created a monster. You know what I mean? Like, I, he just took it and ran with it, man. And I remember he used to come to our shows, the manslaughter shows. I'd look out and, and I'd see him and uh, Chris Quinn, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you know Chris Quinn, great guy. And uh, they started a band together, but they went to a lot of our shows and they were kind of checking it out and seeing how it all worked and taking it all in and, and, um, uh, my cat's acting up here a little bit. Sorry, I got a hairball. Uh, there you go. She's, she's getting a little feisty. Uh, she wants right. horror for attention. But anyways, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Wayne's a, I'm such a great guy. But you're right. He's he's done so much, he, you know, with the acting and the music and everything else that he's got a zillion stories. And you know, Yeah. You right. Know, and and that's what I'm trying day. to say. He, yeah. At least the stories he tells, he, he was really there. He, yeah, never, he exactly. never tells anybody he, like, was drumming <laughs> yeah. for Kiss. Right. Or, I mean, playing guitar playing for guitar Kiss. For <laughs> Nobody, yeah. He wasn't, you know, he didn't replace Paul Stanley. Right. Right. He yeah. just wants to be Paul Stanley. And that I'll is, tell you that. That is right. no lie. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. I was I was working for a sound company at one point, and we ended up doing sound for Caroline Blue, and they did a, I think it was a Kiss tribute night or whatever. Over one million copies sold in <laughs> Europe alone. Right. Boxcar Willie. And he got up there and he was dressed like Paul Stanley and he had like all the moves, everything. All the raps? Yes. 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 I've seen it. Yeah. 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 I'm like, wow. He had all the stage patter, all the moves. Yes. All the yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, Frank, used to, Frank used to do that. Frank well, had moves? Yeah. Frank used to do. I remember, I mean, I'm just going to be honest, I remember picking on him, not, I mean, I remember watching Wayne, and then I would, I turned to the person next to me and said, you know what, 
Paul Stanley can barely get away with being Paul Stanley. I can't believe he's really doing this. Not that <laughs> right. he didn't, but the point is, you know, have your own persona. That's kind of what I was, and he wanted to be Paul Stanley. And nothing. And it's not that he did a bad job. It's just Paul Stanley's persona is kind of weird, you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, and, you know what I mean? But it's a weird, Paul doing Paul is really, I don't want to say goofy, but you know what I mean? I do. And there's only one Paul. Yes. And McCartney. So you're going to yeah. Thing and makeup, but that that that's one thing. But if you're going to be playing Carolyn Blues songs and acting like Paul Stanley, I thought that was kind of weird. Yes. But, you know, I'm not trying to I guess I am picking on him, but you know. Don't be surprised if you see a very tall, angry man at your front door yeah, down no in kidding. Florida. You you think you're hey. safe because you're down there, but we're going to give him your address. But I, I never said he did a bad job. He, he does a great. Part. No, he does. He does actually. Yeah, he he does. sounds when he sings. He's he's got a he's got a good voice. He does. Yeah. Absolutely. Speaking I, of Paul Stanley, um, John Hamilton's going to the final Kiss show at Madison Square Garden, wow. and I'm not. Look at him shaking his head. He's like, uh huh. That's me. Just one more, just one more show that you get left at home. I know. Uh, that's <laughs> you know pretty. That's a pretty big deal. I, uh, I'm very envious. You know why, right? It's because I'm in New York and you're in Florida. That's why I'm going. With yeah. your brother. Yeah, well, guess what? Frank oh, is going too. Frank is going to the last <laughs> Neil Sadaka show. Uh, oh, the last God. Neil Sadaka show in uh, Zephyr Hills. Listen, God bless him. <laughs> yep, I'm going to go to the final Kiss show. I think the final show. That's what they say. We'll it see. will be. I think it will be. They got him, man. They got him. I mean, getting... they started this tour back in 2000. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. They right, did. Right, right, right. This one is really it. Right. Motherfuckers. You know, if you saw the, the movie, I mean, who, I mean, who, saw the movie Rock, Rock, Rockstar. Of course. So what's what's going to happen is Wayne is going to be in the front, you know, front row. <laughs> oh, no. Paul's going to look down and be like, want to sing, kid? And Wayne's going to jump up, and he is going to be... The new singer of Kiss. Yeah, that's right. Paul 2.0. See? I, <laughs> this is how it's going to happen. And then we're going to feel like dicks because he will not join the podcast again. And he won't give us laminates because... Randy hasn't made them for him. The embellisher... Randy hasn't made them yet. Yes. I mean, yes. I remember the first ones he made. Here we go. We tried. He tried to get into Iron Maiden. No. And he made press passes that said OCC on it. OCC. Iron Maiden. And we, he goes in the back door with this pass. It says, press pass on the communication, W-O-C-C. And the guy's like, what the fuck is that? Out. <laughs> I never heard I never heard that story. I mean, oh, yeah. Awesome. It was awesome. I mean, I... I I'd have to dig it up, but I know I have it somewhere at the house. I have. I actually went with a guy from the radio station in college. How, were you dating, or you just went? With no, him? jackass. Oh, I didn't know where you're going with that. Well, I mean, don't ask, don't tell. Right. He uh, he interviewed um, a couple of guys from Iron Maiden, and I ended up going with him. Randy? No. Oh. I say. Wow, you're even believing your own lies. No. Holy shit. Jesus, no. <laughs> Somebody call. No. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> okay, so I'm going to ask this. This is the part where we always ask. Oh, Frank, here it comes. Most embarrassing yeah. moment ever playing a show. And we're starting with you, Frank. So John, start thinking of your answer. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, this is kind of a weird one because of. Well, <laughs> I think it was L.A. Guns though. This is back in the day. Nobody had cell phones, so if a band canceled, you wouldn't know sometimes, and the and the the crowd would already be there. Right. Um. So the place was packed, and this is when I was in Sleaze, and they asked us to play, and I'm using we didn't have our quote unquote stage clothes with us. Oh boy. So the band played in their underwear. <clears throat> And the embarrassing part for me was because I had such low self-esteem, I refused to play in my underwear, so I looked like an oddball. And I know that's a really stupid, it sounds stupid, but I was so embarrassed because, not because, I I could care less, I I, I could walk around in my underwear right now, I wouldn't care. But I cared when I was younger, and I was, and I just had really low self-esteem, and there's like hundreds and hundreds of people, it was in the pack, lost her eyes, and I'm like, I'm not taking... My, my my pants off and playing on stage and the rest of the band of course they didn't care because and because frank's was, legs would look like he had fur chaps on that's why yeah or <laughs> dirty underwear um, <laughs> oh, the, the reason why i was embarrassing is because i was such a wimp and i wouldn't do it and i have always thought back of that and said why wouldn't you just do it i mean and that wasn't you know that was probably I don't have like a list of like a thousand shows like Bone has that could, you know, I right. probably played on, I don't know, 50, 100 shows in my life. And that one sticks out because I didn't have enough guts to take my pants off. I mean, and play in my underwear. So it's pre Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they okay. started it. Okay. Yeah. yeah they they were trendsetters. Yeah. All right. They were the Red Not Chili Peppers. Uh. Ah. Yeah own skin than i was and to me looking back that was embarrassing do you know what i mean does that make no, sense? i get it yeah i get it had you had you followed through you might have been in warrant someday <laughs> what could have been yeah uh, what could have been uh so yeah, what about it's gonna be way better than mine go ahead <laughs> well actually just a, a quick follow-up question to your story frank didn't yeah. la guns cancel that's what I'm saying. That's why they asked us to play because we just happened to be there. Did and people they, start leaving when you guys played and they and they realized LA Guns wasn't there? I, I don't remember how no, that No, it had already been announced that they weren't playing. They they wanted oh. people to play. So oh. the majority of the people just stayed. I don't know. I I don't know if they got their money back. I don't know if if they instead of charging twenty bucks, they charged five at the door. I don't remember the details, but yeah. it was okay. Nobody went home. You know Remember, I mean? Greg okay. was running to play, so Greg didn't tell anybody till the last second. That's probably you know, what it was. Yeah, and not yeah, to mention, that's yeah, but true. but to Frank's to Frank's credit, Sleaze had a pretty freaking good following. I mean, you guys yeah. you guys had big crowds. You figure the Lost Rising, their fire capacity was four hundred, and I think the most they'd put in there is be like a thousand, and Sleaze would put four hundred people in there. I yeah. mean. They they packed yeah. that place. No, definitely not the crowd sizes that Side Effect got later oh, in life. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, we had uh, four. Well, no, we didn't even have four hundred. No, fingers we had four in there at that time. It, 
We had four. Oh, well, we're counting our parents, my parents. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah we did it. We had four. We had four. four. That was a big show. Big, huge. <laughs> so follow up with your most embarrassing moment, uh, Mr. Hambone. All right, well, I have a real one and a, and a well, my, okay. My <laughs> a real one and a fake one. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. No, 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 wait. Okay, let me just. Hmm. So I went with a couple of friends from work. I'm not a big sports guy, but, you know, I enjoy a game here and there. They brought me to a Labatt's night at, at, to see the Chiefs uh, a couple summers ago. And I went with a Labatt's rep. I work for a distributor, so basically free drinks all day, free food, beautiful sunny day. Okay, had a great time. The, well, our designated driver wanted to go after the game was over. It was a day game, so it ended, I don't know, like seven or eight, whatever it was, doubleheader, I don't know. But he wanted to go out and see a band play go out to a bar. So I said, okay, that's cool. I'm, I'm bug. I got a nice day drinking, you know, I'm feeling good. Let's go out to a bar. Well, I walked into this bar that I hadn't been in, in either years or ever. I don't even know. It might be the only time I was in there. And I hear the soothing tones of big Papa singing when I walk in the door. Now I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. I, I saw you. I walked in on you guys. So sorry about that. Hello to everybody. Bill Hatch was there. We're all saying our highs. You guys are jamming. Sounded great. <laughs> and uh, Mike motioned. Uh, you weren't. This is recently, Frank. So yeah, Mike motions up, and you know we're chatting a little between songs, and he showed me the set list. He goes, "You want to do a song with us?" I go, "Yeah, that'd be fun." Now keep in mind, I've been day drinking all day, <laughs> and uh, now I'm not sloppy drunk, but I'm buzzed, you know, and I got that <clears throat> beer courage going on there. So I'm like, yeah, I go, oh, you're doing Detroit Rock City. What else am I going to do? It's a Kiss song. But yeah, yeah, I'll do Detroit Rock City. So the time comes, a couple songs later, I go up to the stage, and uh, it was it was funny. Like, nobody knew what was, like, what I was going to do, and I didn't know what I was going to do. So I think your bass player started to take off his bass and hand it to me, but I was like, no, eh, I don't know the song on bass. I'll just sing it. I go, is it cool if I sing a mic? Mike's like, yeah, yeah, here you go. Here's the mic. So I screwed up the third verse. I had to do the fourth verse twice because I didn't realize in my tipsy state that, you know, there's four verses. Even though Mike had the lyrics right in front of me on like an iPad or something. Just for you. Just for me. Yeah. And, and yeah, this is my favorite band for Lion 50 bitch. years. And Detroit Rock City's, I love that song, right? And I mean, I was just hamming it up up there. I was having a great time. And you guys were, you guys are awesome, by the way. Jeff and you, all you guys, man, I love those double guitar harmonies and all you guys hit every mark. Now, I don't know if you're a big Kiss fan, but dude, I was loving that. I'm but not. So because the th fourth verse comes on, Mike taps me on the shoulder and goes, or the third, I screw up the third verse, and he taps me on the shoulder and goes, and he's pointing to the lyrics. I'm like, yeah. they're right there. You goof that, that up there a little bit, Johnny. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, shit. So anyways, that was a little embarrassing, but nobody knew except Mike and I. Was the that at the Wildcat? No, that was at was Uriah's. That? It was at Uriah's? I think it was at Uriah's. Yeah, you guys sounded awesome that night, man. That yeah. was. Oh, yeah. was it? Well, you know what? It might have been Wildcat. I think it was the Wildcat. And I remember this. Yeah. It's a big open room. It was a huge okay. open room. Okay. It's the Wildcat. It was the Wildcat. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. We and got in trouble. Was, we got we got trouble. No, no, no. No, that's that was just a funny story. I want yeah. to say. No, well, we want to hear the most embarrassing moment. 
But Mike, well, what, okay. I, but what Mike it. was alluding, what Mike was alluding to, is we got in trouble that night, dickhead. Oh, because that was oh, our yeah. third time playing there. No, it was our first time playing no. there. No, we got sure? yelled at the first time. We got in trouble because you did the same thing you did this time. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, hot shot. That's so, why we never played there again. By the way. So the Dick. the girl behind the bartender, the the girl that was behind the bar. She's just, I looked at her and she looked at me and I'm looking at the top of the bar and she goes like this, nods her head. And I'm like, okay. So I get up and I'm walking up and down the bar. We had been given, given specific instructions. Tell your guitar player not to fucking walk down the bar anymore because that's not cool. Yeah. Well, I look over and there he is walking (laughs) down the bar. I'm like, well, We'll never play here again, I'm, and we never did. Yeah, that's because we bar- came to an end, huh? That it was the bartender's fault, right? No. Yes, no, no. See? It was the spider monkey over here. He had to fucking climb up on everything. Because <laughs> that was I his, did. that was his I, embarrassing I, moment was I when did. he climbed up, and we've said this three times now on the show. But yeah. when he climbed up on a picnic table at the Flat Rock in front of five thousand people and could not. Flat track. Flat could track. not get off the picnic table because it was so rickety. It was about oh to break. God. And he's looking at us saying, can you guys help me down? And I'm like, fucking die up there, dude. He goes, you got up there. You, you get, can down. get down. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, my wife came over and helped me down. Yeah. So, so yeah. That's so rock and roll, though, man. I love that. So you, so when you played with Belladonna, how, you, you, did you, did, you did the tour with them? Actually... The quick story is, yeah, no, I did a tour with them, with him mm-hmm. before he was signed. So we went out and did a self-finance tour on the East Coast uh, for about a month. We did probably 15, 16, 17, 18 shows, something like that. And two of those shows, we had two different labels show up. I think it was CMC showed up at one and Mausoleum Records showed up at another. And he got he ended up getting signed to Mausoleum Records because of that, you know, the live performance and we met all the record execs and all, or the, whatever, it was, I don't know, whoever the A&R guys or whatever. But what happened was we had been doing this for, a, and then we went in and recorded the CD at uh, pyramid with Alex Perialis. So mm-hmm. that was awesome, man. I mean, talk about, a talk about, you know, just blowing my mind. You know, I, I loved anthrax from the day they came out and yeah. I loved all that shit that came out of pyramid. You know what I mean? All that early metal stuff and Rat. SOD uh, and Testament and Overkill and all those bands. You know what I mean? Like, and here I am there. So, anyways, we did that and it, it was a little over a year. And uh, basically, this was all pro bono. Let's put it, I'm trying to be nice about it. Okay. So, right. I had a part time job that went from 35 hours a week down to about 15 to 20 because we were practicing five days a week. So I would work like a half a shift in the morning and then go practice the rest of the day, Monday through Saturday, pretty much Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday. So I was going slowly going broke. My girlfriend wasn't working at the time or she was working, but very little. So I came to a point where I was running out of money. The phone got shut off. Nymo, I was behind on my Nymo. It was Nymo at the time. And uh, <laughs> I, I, stupid me, I, I didn't know what else to do. I, I go, Joey, I got to catch up on bills. I got to go back to work full time. Less than 24 hours later, I heard through the grapevine, someone called me and said, hey, man, you know, Joey's looking for another bass player. What happened? And I said, really? 
I go, the dude didn't even give me a chance to catch up on my bills or anything. That's kind of, that's what happened. So I kind of got bumped out of that in a weird miscommunication thing. It was really, it was terrible. I, I, I hated that. So I, you know, we, that the band was really cool, man. It was Scott Schrader from manslaughter and Darren from, you know, Darren, Darren from Darren, Darren from and, uh, Darren from Darren, so, Darren from Darren. So here it is uh, a few weeks or a month later. And then I hear they got hooked up with the tour which was with Motorhead. Right. And I missed it by that much, man. And I could have jumped off the nearest bridge. Any bridge you pointed out, I wanted to jump off it for about a year. Did, that was the most disappointing thing in my whole life that I missed that. I put all that work in and I missed the Motorhead tour by like that right. much. You know what I mean? Because I I tried to do the right thing by catching up with my bills, but Joey was just Joey. And he was like, man, I got to keep this thing rolling. I'm not going to put up with any bullshit. Now, him and I never had a face-to-face conversation about it. It was just, I I just wanted, I didn't want to quit the band. I just wanted to go back to work for a while. I, I couldn't make it to practice as much as he wanted me to be there. You know what I mean? So that's kind of yeah. how that happened. Yeah, but, but did, didn't, uh, didn't the drummer, and we, we, we know the name, I just don't want to exploit it, but didn't he get dropped off halfway through that Motorhead tour? I don't know how that all went down, to be honest with you. I, I didn't have a lot of contact with those guys after that. Yeah. Know? But I know that he did. He played a lot of shows and uh, with them and maybe the last few shows. I don't know how that whole thing went down. I, I've asked him, but he never really. No, I, I know. The story. I'll tell you the story. Else. I'll tell you the story off air. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you know. No, oh, I know the there? story because he told me uh, when yeah. he was doing a duo with him and a guitar player, they played out at out at the bar I had. And I said, whatever happened to that? And he told me, and he's like, he, let's put it this way. That's when he quit drinking. Uh, oh, yeah, Joey, dude. He was yeah. a recovering yes. addict. Yes. And he was hardcore zero tolerance, man. Right. Like, you couldn't have one beer. Again, with riders, you would have pizzas backstage. The bar would be bringing you beers on stage at you couldn't even take a sip, man. Joey no. would give you the stink eye, the evil, you know, he would no, 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 no partying. Yeah. And here we are, we're in our mid twenties. Like we're in our prime and we're like, you know, a well-oiled machine. We practice six days a freaking week, you know? Right. And, and you're playing with a couple of, couple of beers after the show. Like, right. Nope. But, okay. I can kind of see where you're going with that. And, so, you're, okay. and you're playing with Joey fucking Belladonna. Exactly. And Joey's drink of choice life. was he'd yeah. have a pitcher of like, Cranberry juice mixed with orange juice and pie. He wanted all juices and shit. Yeah. And even yeah. when even when Chief Bigway would play at the bar, Joey be like, "Hey, Papa, whip me up some some kind of a fruit cocktail." And I'm looking at like pre court and, and the bass player, and they're looking at me like, "Yeah, we we can't have any drinks." It's like, oh yeah, oh same. So the same kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. So, but huh. hey, yeah, I mean, I understand it. Hey, you know, I get it now. You know, with age comes a little more wisdom and hindsight. It's twenty twenty and all that bullshit. But man, at the time, you know, you just wanted. To, okay, so I see where you're going with 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 Scott. So, yep. But, yep. Yep. But yeah, that was a shame, man. That was that was such a shame. But I did get a nice CD, a prop guy. I did get a nice thirteen song. Pyramid Studios, John Hamilton on bass. There you go. Memory out of the whole thing. Nice. So at least I got something, right? You know, so. We're not worthy. No. We're we're. I didn't realize. As I can't much. even. I can't even believe we're talking to this guy now. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, he's doing most of the I'm talking. talking. To you guys either. 
He's Hang actually on. doing most of the talking, but I'm just guys. Come on. <laughs> I thought you knew, man. I thought you knew I was part of that. Mike. I, I did. I knew you were part of it for a, a hot minute, but I didn't realize as much as you did with it. Yeah. So, and yeah. I know Darren went on, and then somehow he was gone too. So. Yeah, Darren said he just got a call one day, and Joey said, "I'm not doing this anymore." And uh, you know, good luck to you. Well, I think he That's went back Darren to Anthrax. It, yeah. it could have been. It could have been something like that. Joey could have had other stuff cooking, you know, behind yeah. the scenes and that we didn't know about. But that that is how it went. I went first, then Scott shortly thereafter, and then Darren hung in there right to the end. But well, remember, I two of our two of our good friends also were part of Dave King. Yeah. Mike Merrifield. And Mike Merrifield, yeah. Yeah. Also, Jeff Totoro was in the band before we were. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, he, he did the drum. He, there was demos that I learned all the songs from, and it was uh, Jeff Totoro, and uh, I don't know, don't, oh, uh, what's his name? Joe, he, I think Joe Stump was in it for one second, I think, <laughs> but I, I, but he lived in Boston, so I, I don't remember. There was a guy who, who was in the Anthrax camp. He's a great guitar player, and I the names escapes me, but he did. The demo was basically, oh, Paul Crook. Is the yeah, yeah, name. Paul Crook. Okay. Okay, yeah, you know, okay, good. Okay, cool. Yeah. So he was like an anthra anthrax camp, friends with those guys for years. I guess he's roadie, guitar tech, all that stuff. So he did the guitar and wrote a lot, a lot, almost all the songs with Joey. And that and they cut the demo with Paul on guitar and bass, I believe, and Jeff Tatora on drums, I believe. And then Joey would give us the demo to learn the songs from. So it was funny. We were learning the songs from a friend of ours, Jeff Tatora. Right. right. Like, yeah. We, we had all those other bands he was in. You know what I mean? Right. So, and he was he was in one of the original drummers from Sacred Death, right? Sacred Death. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And, Death. and Jeff will be on the show in a couple of weeks. Yep. He, another another stellar guy. Man. Oh, Just, great guy. Great drummer. Unbelievable. Yeah. Multi the guy's fantastic. I can't say enough good things about. It. I love the guy. Yeah. Blue Man Group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. So is that a? But if, you want, if you really want my embarrassing moment, do we have a minute? Yeah, yeah. Let okay. it rip. The real. It wasn't with you guys. I. I was a little more. I just wanted to get that in there. It was in my notes. I wanted to get it in there. <laughs> that, I jammed, that I jammed with you dudes. That I just wanted. Yeah, to get it's that awesome. Anyways, uh, okay. So we were. It was like late eighties, like eighty eight. We got in manslaughter, got invited up to play a metal show, a day show, Sunday. It was in the fall, I remember, because football was on. This is, I'll tell you, up in Watertown. Now, we had never been to Watertown before, and I can't even remember the name of the place. I could see the bar in my head, but I can't think of the name. So we were told there was going to be four, at least five bands, all metal bands, pretty heavy bands. Sacred Death was going to be one of the main bands, and they were the ones who invited us. So they said, hey, can we bring our guys manslaughter with us? Because we used to play shows all together, all the time together. And uh, so we got invited through them. And uh, so we were told, Sacred Death says, we're going to play near the end of the day. The day's, It's going to be a matinee show. So it's going to start at 1 and then probably about 8 or 9 o'clock. You know, and then it's a Sunday, whatever. You guys will probably go on first or second because not a lot of people know you. And there's going to be other local bands there. So it's going to be Sacred Death, manslaughter, and like three locals. We go, Okay. We're playing first. Great. Now, in the if you were in manslaughter, you knew if you played first, that's great because then you could have drinks at the bar. Because then you could party the rest of the day and watch the other bands and have fun. You didn't have to worry about pacing yourself. Well, <laughs> we get there. This is We get there and we start having a couple of drinks. And we got there at like noon or 11 o'clock to load in. 
and now we're so so they again morning drinking not just day drinking but 11 o'clock and we had a few in us we rented a van and everything it was funny we had our buddies with us to be roadies and our girlfriends and everybody and we get there and we're we're probably four or five six in and we're thinking we're going on stage and jeff lanning or somebody from sacred death came over and said look there was a problem with some of the bands. We had to shuffle the times around. You guys are going to go on after us now. And I said, well, when is that? And they go, last. So we went literally from <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You see where this is going? Somebody so shit-faced. We and this, Brian's yeah. playing with you, right? Yeah. Brian, Scott, <laughs> and This, this has got to be a story. It absolutely has to be. It was, <laughs> it was me, Brian, Scott, and Mike White was still in the band at the Ooh, oh, so we're all doing this all day right okay so we're like so but, but we're at a point where like you know what are you gonna do you're gonna stop drinking then i'm gonna we're gonna all get tired get headaches fall asleep but we'll just pace ourselves we'll drink through this and then we'll play last and then we'll go home no. we got a designated driver we'll oh no <laughs> yeah well about two or three bands in, about halfway through, I look over at the bar. Brian Mann's playing drinking games at the bar with a couple of the locals. A couple of the old <laughs> men at the bar. Drinking games. Like, you know, shots. Beer, shots, shots and beers. Beers and shots. Mike White was, believe it or not, the only one that was smart. He went to the van and he had a little TV. A little, yes. I, yeah, Mike. Yeah, I said that. He had a little TV. Wow. Right. Wow. He had a little TV with him because he wanted to watch the football games. So he, Mike was like, F this. I'm going to go watch some football. I'll be in the van. You guys, if you want to stay in the bar, fine. And Mike was actually kind of – I got to give him credit because he was the one who actually – we should have all been like Mike that day. You know what I mean? Be like Mike, right? Right. We were. We, we weren't like Mike. We were all like Brian Mann, really, is what we were doing. So, <laughs> so by the time Sacred Death was on, they were great. And then we were ready to play. So we did our normal thing. We were all cocky. And 22 years old, or 20, grab our gear, get up there, and ready to rock. And the place has still got a lot of people in it. We play the first song, and it was a, it was okay, a little shaky. It was okay. Second song, a mm, couple of glaring errors there, but we made it to the end. <laughs> Mike's getting a little annoyed because you know I don't know who screwed up, if it was Scott or me or Brian, who knows. Third song got worse. By the the fourth song was so bad, we said to stop in the middle of it. Now we've never <laughs> wow. Ever, ever that's never happened to us in our life and it's never happened since since 1988 we prided <laughs> ourselves on being able to hold our liquor and be able to play a perfect set like a great set you know we fell apart and we all just looked at each other mike threw his beer down on stage and he was pissed at all three of us and said <laughs> you mother effers i knew this was going to happen into the mic He's cussing oh, us out on the mic in front of the whole bar. And I go, hey, Mike. I go, you know what? I go, you know what? If you don't, you're out of the band, Mike. <laughs> you know what? We don't need you. Brian and I can sing. And I'm in the, in the mic. So now we're having a band fight on Mike through the PA at about 7 o'clock on a Sunday. And we're all wow. hammered. Now, our, our friends who are our roadies, you know, our friends and road slash roadies, are grabbing our gear as fast as they can and throwing it in the van. <laughs> the bar owner and the bartenders are everybody in the places. They're booing us now. We're, this is the only time I've been booed in my life. I swear <laughs> to God, they were booing us. 
these guys, you know, and, and the funniest thing was I was wearing a manslaughter t-shirt at the time. Oh, yeah. so you know, oh man, we never were invited back. Just like what Jeff was saying, never got invited back to Watertown after that one. We hopped in the van as fast as we could and burned rubber out of that place, man. And we just, as soon as we got, Mike was in, he jumped in his girlfriend's car and he was so mad at us. He jumped in his girlfriend's car and they left separately. Brian Scott and I were all drunk and hopped in the van and our buddy was driving us out of there, but we had a cooler in the van. So we all, instead of like, feeling bad about it we all cracked the beer open clinked and went man that was one hell of a day man and we were just cruising home and that was that was actually you know it was at the time we were in such a state that we didn't care but but if you wanted to know the most embarrassing moment of my life on stage that that's it okay he he yeah. actually he actually just he won he won grab it he won oh. it did I win something? Draft yeah, well, we, yeah you, and proverbially, <laughs> you get you get the dick of the day trophy right there. It's <laughs> dick of the day. Yes. dick of the day. Dick of the decade trophy. You won. That is definitely the most embarrassing. I mean, we thought it was pretty funny when Dr. got hammered and laid oh. down on stage. <laughs> on and sang the whole second set on his back because he could. He was too drunk good. to stand. Yeah, but that's you got it better. So, right, right here. So thank you guys. I appreciate that. So dr. Dr. When uh, when you hear this, you yep. got to top that one. Yes. Chilling with Rick. Uh, we we have to plug him every time we can. Yeah. Because uh, he plugs us. So yeah. I mean, well, he's gonna get plugged. I I listened to his Billy Johnson interview yesterday, and that mother effer oh, no. called me dill hole. Fucker. Who? Wait, who did? Billy or, or Rick? Chilling with Prick. Uh, oh, Rick. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, everything's a competition with Mike now because ever since he booked the drummer from Sticks and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, really, dude? Come on. You know. So, yeah. Yeah. But anyways, but that is, that's a freaking great story. Yes. Great Thank story. You. We had, a, we had a, a drunken band argument on stage and almost broke up on stage in front of everybody. It was great. I love the yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, you're a band, right? right? Yeah. That's the best. That is the best. Yep. That is. And Mike was a hundred percent right, except obviously you probably shouldn't do that on stage. Maybe wait. But oh, that's the best. I love that story. I've I've heard bits and pieces, but never. I haven't heard like an in-depth uh, version of it before. So that was awesome. Thanks. Yeah, no, yeah. that's all. That's a hundred percent true. Too, I know man. what Jeff's. I, I know exactly what Jeff's about to say. <laughs> I'm not saying a fucking Go order, ahead, dude. say it. Go ahead. We had, we had a similar situation. Only, <laughs> only this guy decides the overhead mics for his cymbals. He stands up. He forgets that and he his forgets cymbals are miked. So, so he stands up and he's. And he is so mad at him because we were playing and everybody was dancing and stuff. And all of a sudden he hears, you hear from the back, you go, I got to play, play this one, play this one. And he's got his set list on his iPad. So he's like, he can't fish through it fast enough. Right. We were, we were new. Yeah. So he stands up and he goes, you know what? I got better shit to do. Let's hurry this along. 
Yeah, but it was a lot more graphic. <laughs> it was, it was lot like, more hey, graphic. you know what? Fuck you. You don't want to fucking play my song. Hurry this shit along. I got yeah. better stuff to do I than better things to do. Play this stupid fucking gig. Yeah. And he forgets, and it all comes out sort through the front, the front end. end. And everybody who's dancing, they're still playing guitars. He yeah. stops playing drums. Everybody just stops and just staring at the band. I was like, well, that's an awkward moment. Yeah. So to add insult to injury, he uses it as an excuse to take a piss. Oh, so yeah. I follow him with the wireless mic into the bathroom. Into the bathroom. And I'm like, I so this story. I go, you want to, you want to, sure. you want to hear the fucking drummer taking a piss? This is him right now. And he's like, you're a fucking dick, man. And it's going out over the PA. Yeah, it was, uh-huh. a, that was a, that was a, that's not my best, best show. Not my most shining moment. Uh, no, <laughs> no, for sure. That's for sure. Got to take a piss. Spinal yeah. tap moments, man. They're oh, the dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. well then I think we were the spinal tap in the Syracuse area because we went through drummers like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Honestly. And we're play awesome. we were playing at the fair. Yes. And the drummer at the fair, and I lost my fucking shit on him. He was hitting the drums like a pussy. He might as well have been playing with toothpicks. And and I'm and I turn around and I just scream at the top of my lungs. It wasn't at the fair. Oh where, oh, where was that? I think it was at Club 11. Was it Club 11? Okay, yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Because I turned around and I said, hit the drums, you pussy, or you're out of the band. And yep. I'm screaming at him. And I got him mad enough to at least hit it. But then, yeah. miraculously, he was gone. He was gone the next day. <laughs> and the Did band that, was, was like, he was the PA, Mike, when you were yelling at him? Yeah. yeah they little, could hear it. A little bit. You could oh. hear it. You, yeah. could, you could absolutely hear yeah. it. Hit the drums, you pussy. <laughs> hit the, yeah, hit the drums, you pussy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh no! Here well, we go again. We, we've lost another one. We always had a backup drummer. We literally we we'd have a drummer, and we always had one learning the set list because they knew that I was going to piss the drummer off. Yep. Because like like you guys, like Frank or, or or John, you if you're playing an instrument and now you've switched and you're doing something else and you know how that instrument or that song should be played, and someone's just not fucking doing it right. <laughs> it, you're going to get pissed off. And and being a drummer for as many years as I was, I'm well, like... Just like the amount of times I got pissed off at you for not remembering the lyrics. You shut right up. fucking in front Look, of you. this is our fucking podcast, you <laughs> asshole. And you're not supposed to exploit my shortcomings. Uh-huh. I'd rather you talked about my penis size <laughs> than my lack of remembering shit. Negative. You asshole. Negative. Negative. Well, little does he know, but I have a backup yeah. podcaster that should... <laughs> he'll be here next. He'll week. be here next week. That's right. The good, the Jeff, and the ugly. Uh, the good... <laughs> you're the bad. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's all right. I'm gonna get hate mail from your daughters after that one. No, fuck, you won't. Fuck you. You suck. <laughs> nah. So yeah, yeah. We've but have fights on stage. That's yeah. That's a rock and roll thing. It is. Yeah. You know? I love- yeah. I mean, Mick Fury was on last week. He was talking about Vince Neil getting all pissed off at the promoter because yeah. the promoter called him the wrong name. Yeah, it was at the yeah. It, it was, was at the F Shed no, shows. It was, it was over at the um, regional market. Regional market. Yeah. Back when they what were doing. Call- yeah, regional market for I don't know what was it probably what ten years ago now. Yeah, yeah. So, somewhere in there. Who did he call? What did he call him? I don't. I he was. <sighs> I couldn't even tell you because it, it's, it was like it was like warrant or something that yeah, played like the week before Skid Row. Oh, Skid Row, play, right? Played the week before. So instead of saying 
Want to thank? Hey, want to thank Skid Row? No. Want to thank Vince Neil? Nope. Want to thank Skid Row? He goes, want to thank Skid Row? And Vince Neil's like, so pissed off. He walked off stage. He's like, fuck you. Fuck this place. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That was, no. like the F, was that the F shed? Well, yes. it, was, it was in that. It was yeah. in that area. It was, always, it was outside. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. They had wow. like a. That's, dude, for a promoter to do that? Yes. Yeah. That is so bad, man. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I, I actually don't blame him for getting pissed, man. You right. know what I mean? He was, it, was this, it was the same one who had brought um, Brett Michaels in. Couldn't pay him. And couldn't pay him. Oh, uh, remember that. Nah, like see, told- I knew I knew one of you would remember this. Yeah. I, I heard that. Yeah. Back, I'm pretty sure I bought tickets, and, and I never even looked into getting my money back. I figured it would be a fa- fiasco. I got the guy's phone number if you want to call him. For right. <laughs> dude, wouldn't it be funny if we somebody called him right now, but like, hey, dude, you still owe me 20 okay. bucks from 20 uh, years ago, you fucker. Yeah. <laughs> with interest. And with those glasses, you know, Frank Goldstein uh, could definitely <laughs> make that call. Mm-hmm. Frank Povich. Hmm. Interesting. Uh huh. Well, this is uh, the wheels are falling off on yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> it fell off after the whole first hello. Well, I, uh, Hamilton's uh, story about the flight on stage made it was worth it. Yeah. No, that oh, makes the, sure. that makes the A roll. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. Yep. The highlight reel? I'm on the highlight Oh, you reel. are on the highlight yes, reel. Definitely a high rate, awesome. highlight. Definitely. We're going to sure. have to get that snippet in that. We're going to talk about this on every show. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fight on stage yep. for being hammered. That's fucking awesome. I wish Water. I was. It, it is. I mean. Uh-oh. I, uh, that, that, uh, that had Uh-oh. to be awesome. All you got to say, if you see any of these guys, you know, if you, I know, you know, Mike or anybody of those guys. All you got to say is Watertown, man. And, you know, that's all you got to say. Was that like, like a JP? Flashbacks. Everyone knows. Was that like What's a that? JP Voitko Watertown? You know, I don't know who put that on. It was, like I said, Sacred Death was sort of like the one they kind of picked out of Syracuse to come up there and play. This was a metal fest, all local bands, obviously. Yeah. And Sacred Death was really hot at the time. But they kind of pulled us up with them. On a, you know, we rode their coattails up there. Yeah. So I don't know who put it on. I really don't. I mean, it, it I don't mu- remember much of that gig, Mike, really. Well, clearly. <laughs> but I th- it might have been JP, because JP's been promoting gigs up there. Like, And now he's doing all the anti-violence Watertown shows, and he really put some some hardcore heavy stuff up mm. there. In fact, he had reached out to Side Effect at one point and asked if we could oh play, God. and I'm like, dude, we we would get shit thrown at us. It's like... We so don't belong You know, there. they're doing suicidal tendencies, and we're up there, you know, just a small town. Bang! God, what the fuck just happened? You know, we'd be beer bottles yeah. flying. Playing so, summer of 69. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be killed. <laughs> we killed. Yeah. No violence. Except yeah, for these fags. Except for these guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't ask, don't tell. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, that would have been a, would have been a bad scene. A little bit. So, are you playing... Frank, are you playing at all ever still, or... Uh, I, I actually play a lot around the house, way more than I used to. When I was like in a band, the only time I would pick up a guitar is at practice. Right. But uh, now I, uh, I've got a, I it all. My wife got me a, the Ace Frehley signature model Gibson, so. Oh. I, I play it, so I would just stare at it. So I ended up getting a, 
mm-hmm. like a, of, so I could play it. And so I started playing that. Then I had got Paul Stanley's. Then I got Gene Simmons' Axe Bass. And so I play all the time, like uh, just fooling around, um, like writing songs and playing riffs. I'm actually not awful on guitar. <laughs> actually, <laughs> not, not awful. Guitar. I was always a, a bass player. Not a great bass player, but a bass player. But uh, I've, I've spent, a, you know, I have a little more free time now that I'm 55 years old and doing nothing now are, are um, you starting a band frank frank and frank or no no i've Tri- got I've triple got no f playing out or anything but i actually f3 f3 but what about john john what are you john, doing are you, are you playing? playing oh here we go that, that no, is I, that is the look of no i'm not no that's a look yeah. of yeah i kind of am but i don't know if i like that's the project like, yeah yeah no it's it no I got to give a shout out to my buddy, uh, Joe Beckwith. He's the most patient guy in the world. He's like one of my best buddies and a great guitar player. And him and I have been trying for years. Unfortunately, the COVID thing just, you know, stuck yeah. a, a stake in the heart of a lot of the live clubs yeah. Yeah. and a lot of people's and a lot of people's interest in playing out quite yes. frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, we can't, I, we, him and I have been trying for years to find a drummer you know, to just to get something going, just a cover band. We just want, I miss playing. I have no, I'm not in the band, but I hang out with him weekly. Him and his wife are great. Two of my best friends. And, and we, you know, we just can't get it together, man. Like we have some drummer friends, obviously we know people, but yeah. they're already at like three bands. Like all these guys that are still active are already doing a band or two or three and they don't have time or they have families and kids. So we're still looking. I'm not giving up yet, man. But are you looking at heavy music? What do you want to do? Yeah. What? what... No, no. Uh, yeah. No. Well, him and I both were. He was in a heavy, heavy bands growing up, and so was I, obviously. But no, dude, we both mellowed out. Like we just want to do something cool. Like uh, we love like '60s, '70s stuff, like garage, like garage bands of the '60s. You know, mm-hmm. early, the early rock and roll shit. Like you know, like early Stones. Sonics, you know, like heavy garage surf bands and just rock and cool rock and roll stuff, like early, even early Kiss shit. Yeah, I said it. But just <laughs> um, just fun, you know, songs you don't hear if you go out and see a cover band. Songs you might know, like, you know, Joe Walsh maybe, like solo yeah, Joe yeah. Walsh, like, like cool stuff like that that you yeah. don't always hear bands play. We want to just get a cool set of covers like that. And him and I both write riffs on the side and songs on the side. But it's more, it would be more of a, a hybrid, but, you know, 80% covers, 20% originals, you know, that sure. kind of stuff. But we're just would having you, trouble finding a drummer that could commit to it. That's all. So. Would you maybe, sing? If I had to, I would. Okay, what if, what if you had another singer and a guitar player? Well, that would be ideal. I mean, I can play guitar. Well, uh-oh. Did we uh-oh. just become I, best I, friends? You want to do, yep. karate, want to do karate in the garage? A second. Is want, this... Is, do you want to do karate in a garage? Yeah, let's move this. Let's move the podcast shit out. We'd have much more room for activities. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, when did this turn into like a dating app? Is this is this uh, oh. <laughs> farmers.com? Am I on? Bass player doing? number one. If it was a starry night, <laughs> I'm feeling the love all of a sudden. I don't know what's going wow. On. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That that's sort of where we're at. I, yeah, no. I. But I I get what John. I get what you're saying. You know, you want to do some yeah. stuff that like not 
everybody. Oh, Jesus. Um, I I get what you're saying, though, because, you, I mean, you want to do some stuff that, like, not everybody else is doing. Right. And yeah, I like Joe Walsh is a perfect example. Like, I am, would love to do or, or, or even James gang shit. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. That, or, you know, something that's heavy still like heavy, not slayer heavy, but no, no. Right. It's got a lot of weight to it. Yeah. Like, like garage rock or like uh early stone shit, you know, like with Brian Jones kind of stuff, like, but okay. not necessarily satisfaction. Other mm-hmm. cool shit that you could throw in there. Yeah. Or, whatever you know just there's a million him and i sit and talk music and have dinner and drinks and talk every week about stuff and we're always throwing ideas out and stuff like that you know like and so i think we got a good angle it's just we need one or two missing there's one or two missing pieces that we need yeah yeah i think we need to fly somebody up from florida to be in the band yeah well he's got four different types of guitars i was gonna say Mike, it's past his bedtime. I think he's checked out on us. I, I don't know. I mean, his wife oh, is probably... There he is, there he is. His, well, she stays up late. He probably goes to bed. She's a lot younger than he is. <laughs> That's 100% true. <laughs> Frank's been an old man since he was like 26. <laughs> no, but I, I get what John's saying. I mean... Yeah. You know, it's... It, yeah. I'm, I'm tired of going out and hearing the same... Eight bands do the same oh, eight damn up. songs, and he's gonna. I know he's gonna say it, and that's fine, and I don't care. But I'm tired of hearing people do "Enter Sandman" and "Man in a Box." Yeah. I mean, I, I oh. could, go, I could go on. Stop it. You want to be different? Fine, be different. Don't play those damn songs. You know, the, then, I agree. Well, that's that's it, and, and I'm not putting anybody down, man. But me either. But it's like Jesus. But you're right. You could go out any weekend at any bar and probably hear Man in the Box. You're right. That's a great example. Yeah. I hear that. And, and a good. I like, I love Allison Chains. Don't, don't, so do it's I. Just, it's, don't hear Man in the Box. It's been done. Yeah. Ever. There are right. literally millions of songs yeah. to pick from. Yes. But you hear the same ones over and over and over again. Yes. Thank you. And, and I'd like just something new and fresh and, and something that people would be like, oh, hey, I know this song. Yeah, I haven't heard this in twenty years. Or, oh, you know. I I hated that song when it was new. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> you get what you pay for, man. It's free admission, so you know. I mean, I I say the You're same. Right. <laughs> I say the same thing every time. It's like, okay, you back then you had no choice but to buy the album. So did right. you? So you wasted your money for one song. When yeah, when actually the song that's on the radio is probably I think the worst song on the album. Right. Of, yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. I agree. I love these two guys. Well, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hundred percent. Some yeah. of my favorite albums, I did just that. I bought the album for the radio song. Yeah. And I ended up loving the whole album. And now, when I listen to it, I skip the radio song. Yes. I, right. That's yes. 100%. Well, yeah. like I'm obsessed with my my Spotify. Like I've got like probably nine hundred songs on there. And like my my kiss selection, I don't think there's one. The maybe the most popular song I have is Detroit Rock City, and the the other hundred kiss songs are are, are songs that you would never hear. Not that they that's a bad example because they never got a lot of radio play, but you know, just it's it's mostly non hits. That's that's yeah. my Spotify selection. So mine mine as well. Yeah, yeah. That's what I love about Spotify. You don't you you can. 
you can take your favorite band and get and pick a hundred songs, but it's not going to be the, the guy next door that has his hundred songs because yeah. they're all popular. Or the I probably I don't think I've listened to the radio in probably three or four years. No, I don't listen to it at all. Yeah, what's the point? Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Why? Why get force fed the shit I don't like when exactly. I can listen to the stuff I do? Yep. Right. I mean, do, you have, sure. do you have to hear Black Dog by Zeppelin again? Uh, no, I don't. No, never again. No. no. I mean, right. I've been hearing that since I was 10 years old every time I turn the radio on. So yeah. I'm good with it. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, like like Cheap Trick, Van Halen, all my favorite songs by those guys. Yeah. Again, 70s bands are my 60s, yeah. 70s, early 80s, you know, are all the songs that no one, the passive fan has never heard. Right. Yeah. 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 But even if you tick, even if you take some of the bands that we did follow, I, you know, I got to tell you, we, this, we just turned into two hours of uh, two hours, but this is a great, <laughs> that's okay. Interview. It's a good conversation. I mean. Um, Even the bands that we did follow like mm-hmm. Motley Crue before the mainstream shout at the devil album, mm-hmm. Twisted Sister before the mainstream album, yeah. all these guys, when they came out, they were raw as fuck. They didn't care who who they just they did them. Yeah. They did not bow down to the uh, the machine. And I remember when remember when ninety five X had that guest DJ. They would pick somebody to to guest DJ for an hour. Yeah, and you'd go on and play your songs. And I remember I did it twice. Um, and the first time I did it. Molly Crew Shot at the Devil album came out, and I had been listening to the other two albums, or the other album, sorry, the the Livewire album, when it was back on Leather Records, for God's sake. Yeah. yeah. So Shot at the Devil comes out. I'm pulling it out of the out of the gel wrapper, you know? And I'll never forget, Lorraine Rapp was the DJ who hosted the show at the time, mm-hmm. and she let you play whatever you wanted, and she said, you're going to play that? And I, I said, yeah, <laughs> with the intro, full shout at the devil, with the whole intro, I said, you know, thing there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. the intro. With the, oh, with the back, yeah. with that, you know. In, in the beginning. In the beginning. That. Good yes. versus, yeah. And then, yes. and then yes. they had the backward masking that was yes. on there that was, Frank, come on, you no. remember how to say it. What's that? Frank, you remember what the backwards, we used to say it as kids. I know. What? Okay, go ahead. I said I knew. Venus Biblia knew. I said I knew. He's Biblia knew. No, Venus Hortroff. That was... Yes. That wasn't a Molly Crew. Yes, it was. No, it was Iron Maiden. No. No. Was that Maiden? I know. We used to say that all the time. Do not meddle with things you do not understand. Yeah. Yeah, that was Iron Maiden. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It was on peace. Fine. Come right, on. Well, I yeah. just look. See, now my most embarrassing <laughs> moment. But anyways, I played. I played the Motley Crew, and Lorraine Rapp said, "I'm sorry, but that band will never be famous." And look at years later. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Look at years later. Vince Neil can't remember lyrics. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, neither can I. So I'm in good company. <laughs> at least I didn't write the lyrics. I was yeah, forgetting. Exactly. That's right? what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah. So, see, I was, you know, but that's the kind of music I like. I like the shit that no one's heard yet. Well, I like. Yeah. Well, I was more of a. Um, I used to call them B bands. 
like you had your rats and Motley Crue's and Dawkins and stuff. I was more of like your Torah Torah, Babylon y- Babylon AD, Y and T, Saxton, Messiah. Which Six. one? Shotgun Messiah. Yeah, Shotgun Messiah. That was another one. Yeah. Badlands. How do you not remember Frank Badlands? Carol. You're younger than me. Same. We're, How we're, old? Are you no. Know? We're, we're we're three years apart. Well, Faster Pussycat, like fa- yeah, fa- yeah, Faster ah. Pussycat, Zig Zig Sputnik, uh, Junkyard. You know, all friends of Rand, uh, the uh, <laughs> and the embellisher. He's friends with all of them, right? Yep. He named Faster Pussycat. Did he? Yeah, they used to be yeah. called just Fat Cat. Oh, and he said, you know what? You should change it to Faster Pussycat. Yeah, Fat Cat. Well, yep. Brought up in a while. Welcome back, Randy. Well, no, the the embellisher. The embellisher. He doesn't have a name. Oh. Jesus Christ, Frank. <laughs> There's got to be a copyright infringement on his name somewhere. We're going to get sued now. Great. <laughs> he still true. owns He still owns the right to the name Three Inch Fury. What was he, Randy Simmons? <laughs> Does he really, is that, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. Oh, no, yeah, no. I just had lunch with J-Ro last uh, two weeks ago, and we, we, we brought that. He's like, he still fucking owns the fucking web. The, the, the yeah, the right, web page, the license to the web, web page, page, and he yeah. will not give it up to this yep. day. I was like, how yeah. long was he in that band for? A hot, three inch? like a hot second. No, it was right like at the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah like three yeah. shows, if that. No, he was in longer Great. than that. No. Yeah. Well, Trust was? me. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He ended up being like a year. Well, that's when they were just three inch anger. They, didn't, they hadn't <laughs> become fury yet. There's no fury, it's just There's all no anger. No fury till they got him ready. Right. <laughs> yeah. God. And there we go. There was the last of the wheels. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of came full circle, didn't it? It did. It did. And that's a, the best way to end the show. It is. There you go. Perfect, it is. Matt. Yeah. So we're trying to beat Wayne. We're trying to beat Wayne Johnson's record of longest. Uh, you did. We did. did. We just did. did by. Did yes, by, you did by ninety seconds. Ninety seconds. But you you haven't spent the last half hour trying to kick us off, so that's good. No, no. In fact, if we could have this go four hours, I would. No, because it, it honestly, like towards the end of this, it was like we all started talking about you know music that we're sick of hearing, and right. we yeah. all got you know we just ra- became, wrapped up in it. We just became best friends. <laughs> we could do there, yeah. Any human being there that when they hear "Man in the Box," they're like, "Oh my God, this is awesome." I mean. Seriously, anybody that's into music. I mean, I'm not talking about a casual yeah. fan that, you know what I mean? Like, do we ever need to hear it again? No. Again, I like it too, but do you, you know what I mean? No, you don't. No. I like singing it. That's great. Actually, my new favorite song to sing is uh, we go. is Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. What's that? Whatever. Godsmack. Oh, you went there. Yep. I did. They're not. Not my favorite band. I know. I'm not, not a fan. I I like Slither. Slither's another one of my favorite songs to sing. Yeah, but you don't hear everybody and their brother doing that song anymore. Right. Right. No one did "Lonely Is the Night." No, until we did. You no. Know. There Emerald, you go. That's Emerald, a good example. Emerald good City song. did. Yeah, but we mixed but it. We, we mixed put, it with Led Zeppelin. We put Led Zeppelin, and we did. We mixed it in with a whole lot of love, and then we went back to and the ending of "Finished Lonely Is the Lonely Night. Night." Medleys are good. Yes. yes. If you can, if you can splice two cool songs like that, that's yeah. a good. That's a 
that's a home run. I love that. Yeah. When bands can when bands pull that off. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Except when somebody you know, sits funny? in with you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, what the fuck are you guys doing? We're like, just run with it. Just run with it. Yeah. yeah. I think the band enjoys it more than the, maybe the, the crowd does. Uh, I think, oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're, now they're engaged with the song you started with. Yes. And then you take a hard right and they're like, what? What is that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But it's fun for the band. It keeps things interesting, you know? Yeah. yeah. So For sure. Yeah. And at that point, it was all about the band. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we well, didn't We didn't. Also, you know, you're also playing for other musicians, too. Yes. You know? Yeah. So if you do something clever like that, that's always going to get a little feather in your cap from another music, perhaps. They're going to be like, hey, that was really cool what you guys did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying, just as an as no, you're right. an observer, because I, I not only have played in a lot of shows, but I also have been to a lot of shows of my friends' bands. And when I see them do something kind of, you know, that that unexpected yeah. or off the beaten path, man, I love that stuff. Yep. Yeah, and I and I will go out of my way to tell them that too. You know, so that's awesome. Well, one band yeah. slide do is they they play uh, "Rip It Out" by Ace Frehley, but they play it three times faster than the record version, which is super hard, especially on the drummer. I don't know if you ever heard the rip it out, Phil. Tried to play that like three times faster, but Scott pulled it off. And I would always, I'd be disappointed when they didn't play that live because that was my favorite. Because they would do that with a lot, a lot of different songs. Speed it up, um, like three times faster than what it should go. Right. Which isn't, which isn't easy. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, half. Well, there was a couple of drummers we had that we played songs like that unintentionally. Uh, right. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No kidding. It's like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Slow the fuck down. We did do the Slayer version of uh, Slither. We did a Slayer version of Slither. We did oh a Slayer version God. of Cumbersome. We did a Slayer yeah. version of Fucking Lonely as a Night. Holy shit. Woo. <laughs> Man. Fuck. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, fuck. Ooh, it's like, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to mention that drummer's name either. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. You guys nope. have had more drummers than Spinal Tap. Oh, like, dude, you I, have no I, idea. I, for real? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think he, I, I think he's, I think the last right. drummer took the kick. The last drummer is what ended fucking side effect. Well, COVID ended, COVID ended it, it, but he but then also it like, ended it. Yeah. Well. He was like, I'm going to kill you all. And we're like, all right, whatever. Great. Go back to your, go back to your dope. Go back to your camper. <laughs> Dude, come on. <laughs> it wasn't a camper. Jeez. Oh, sorry. Camper's a lot nicer. Than <laughs> oh, that's right. Cause yeah. you were in his house once. Yeah, I was. Holy shit. What? You just Dude, he was living in, in what was equivalent to like room number six at Albino's. It was fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't too far from there either. Right. Holy fuck. No. 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 The doorbell's going to ring tomorrow. Yeah. You're talking about me on your fucking podcast? I'm going to kill you. All right. Okay, yeah. fine. Come on in. Want a free sandwich? <laughs> going to be taken. Permanently because of all the people that got pissed off. Oh yeah, this this episode's gonna be like the this is gonna be the I, we're gonna have to call this up. You know this this episode's gonna just be season the one burning, ep, episode fifteen. It's, the it's embellisher. Like, it's, it's the burning bridge episode. Oh, there Bri you go. Bridges are burning. burning. The, the burning, yes, bridge is burning. Yeah, I like it. Bridges are burning yeah. by the yep. imposter. I like the, it. Uh, <laughs> the embellisher. Yep. The imposter. <laughs> You should definitely like copyright the embellisher, man. That's good. I'm getting embellisher t-shirts made. A website, t-shirts. Yeah. yeah, and on the back it'll just say Playboy photographer, drummer from Warrant, press secretary, 
Yeah. Uh, you know. Good friend of Wasn't Janie he Lane. Was Great White too for a while? Or was that? <laughs> no, I think it was just Warren. No, there was no. He wasn't in Great White. No. It was just. I thought him and. Uh, he lived. Well, I thought he had something to do with Gary Holland or something. Well, Gary, yeah, Gary Holland and he hung out. Yeah. But then uh, oh, the guys right. from. BFFs. Yeah. Frank, yeah. who did you live with out in California? Um, was it a white John, snake? John Van Well and uh, Randy and uh, not Gary Holland. Why did did Brandy say we lived with? No, Gary no, 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 no. You you live with somebody that played with some. Was Mayhem. it? Mayhem. No, that was John Van Well. Yeah. You and Randy, and then I thought it was the guy from from. Was it White Snake or Great White? One of the two guys. What the? Who's the other? Your other housemate there Doug, with the long Doug, hair? Doug was his Doug. name. Doug Van Well was his name, and he never played in Great White, contrary to what Randy Mark the embellisher may have uh, said. What the fuck? <laughs> wow, it, it just—it was even lies then. Are you serious? Yeah. All right. He, he told you wow. that. Yeah, he said the two of you were living with the guy from Great White out there, Jack Russell. <laughs> and he said, only- and he said, you guys had you had this. I don't care how fucking long this episode goes. This is fucking priceless and if we have to chop this in half and make two episodes out of this we i might. think that's what we're gonna have to do <laughs> embellish part, part two. two so you used to have yard parties because i came out there remember when i came out to visit for a week you were getting ready to move back yourself you move um randy came back way before i did i thought you moved back first Randy only lasted like a month, two months maybe. Cause you were you were selling lithia lithographs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had, a, I had a job and a car by the third day I was out there. Randy never got a job and never Randy never had a car. And um Or or he who is called Randy. We don't know who Randy is because it's you know, he's the well, embellisher. Uh, if that's your real name. No, <laughs> um but, and I believe he was only there two or three months. He told me you had yard parties with Vince Neal and Tommy Lee and all the fucking guys were out there. Oh, man. Dude, I'm telling you. And it was because of your the one housemate was from Great White. John Van Well knew that's how he got hooked up and we were living out there. And, you know, when Joey Fuco and those guys would come over and hang out and Joe Bertalli. But all the guys are like YNT and Rat and Zig Zig Sputnik and Faster Pussycats and yeah. Clear. Let me clear this up for you. Okay. All First of that of all, was a lie. In case you didn't know, the Joe Bertali and Joe Fuco part was 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 accurate. Yes. Yeah. No, I knew that. I knew that. Okay. I still stay in touch with those guys. Yes. Okay. So, Randy, Rand, well, he and I moved moved down there. Uh, he didn't last very long, and he Baltimore. moved back. John Hamilton moved down and became our roommate. Did you know that? You moved to California? Yeah, I was oh. out there about a month or two. Get yeah. the fuck oh. out. I wow. took Randy's place out there, actually. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so you were right. hanging out with Great White. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know it at the time. I right. wasn't. I'm just finding it out now. Maybe that he just meant the great white friend of mine. I don't know what that. <laughs> I was pretty pale back then. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. When to move there, it, it all of a sudden became from a, it just, it's like a lightning. It's like a switch went off and everybody 
I don't want to like. Uh, I don't want to pound. I don't want to pile on too much. But I guess we've already. I guess we've already mine a couple times, so to speak. Take take the helmet off and jump on the pile. So well, it be it was it was really fun. Let's just put it that way, um, because previous to John getting there, it wasn't quite as fun coming home from work and watching a guy sit on a couch all day, and I, I don't know. With no job. Um, well, John, I mean, do you have any good California stories, John? Because I think, uh, like, real ones. <laughs> <laughs> we we are we are going to cut this episode in half because yeah, I don't want this to stop. God. This is the best fucking episode we've had. Jeez, Frank, it's funny you say this. I swear <laughs> to God, I was going, I was going through some. I got totes with all, a ton of music stuff in it today. And because uh, I was looking for some stuff for you know for this conversation, and I found uh, three packets of pictures, photographs yep. of the night yep. me and you. And you remember the two girls? One was a blonde, and one was a brunette. Yeah, her name was Bo. His wife. And then is the there. other one, I forget what the other one was called, but these two Peep. were like California girls, man. Bo all and Peep. Of out there, dude. I forgot all about this, man. And we had all these photographs of Frank and I. We partied every night. It was a blast. Though. And uh, these beautiful girls actually took a liking to us because they thought we were from New York City because we were from New oh. York. So they thought we were from the city and we were bad boys, right? <laughs> but we were just from upstate. They didn't know that. We were hicks from upstate, right? <laughs> but anyways, uh, the only real story I have, I mean, it was great out there. I loved it. But um, the only real like rock, rock, rock and roll kind of story was we went out one night. And I don't know where we were. We went to a couple different clubs and I don't even know where we were. I have no clue. I wish I did. And we walked into a bar and Frank was like, wait until you get into these bars. We're going to see somebody famous. He's telling me this in the back seat on the way there. You know, we're having a couple of drinkies in the back seat here. So we walk into the first place and got a little buzz on and we're trying to get up to the bar and it's packed. And uh, at the end of the bar, Frank nudges me, gives me the elbow and says, uh, Hey, by the way, uh, that's uh, now. Frank, tell me who that was. I I swear it was... Lemmy. No, it was like... Uh, I thought it was somebody like... Uh, affiliated with Kiss or something, dude. Mark... Uh, was it Mark St. John or Bruce Kulick? I think it was Mark St. Okay. I, I don't... Either way... I, 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 can't, I couldn't believe it. And I go, get out of here. You know, and I looked down the bar, and he 100% right. He's just sitting there having a beer like he was nobody. But it was it was somebody. I think it might have been Mark St. John. It wasn't Who Mark St. Barrington. <laughs> but that's the only story. I, yeah, that's all I got on that You one, guys man. remember Sabotage? Yeah, Sabotage, yeah. yeah. There was a couple of guys from Sabotage were there, too. Okay, maybe that was it. Okay. Was this? No, we were right about the Kiss dude, too. He was there also. Okay, same bar, yeah. Same bar, right? Yeah. So was yeah. this before Chris Olivia died? Uh, it was like 1980. Oh, okay, so that, then before. Yeah, yeah. 88. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, Chris, yeah. Chris died in like 93, I think it was. Yeah, you guys yeah, were out they, there in like 87, 88. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was 88, early 88. Okay. Yep, that was it. Yep. That was yep. my... Yeah. And that that was kind of normal when you'd go out to a club or or to see a band or you would you would see like I quote unquote famous people but sure. 
far as the stories that you were told, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. I, we didn't have a barbecue with Vince Neal or anything. <laughs> well, it took 35 years for me to learn the truth. Holy fuck. Wow. <laughs> I should have went along with it. Oh, yeah. 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 He was dating Vince's sister at the time. <laughs> the fuck? I was supposed to be in the car with Vince, but Razzle took my spot. So. <laughs> oh. Oh. Is oh. that, wow. that too dark? Damn. Too he went there. He did. <laughs> I, I just I, I love Hanoi Rocks by the way I that's why I forever hate Vince Neil ah I, dude I remember I when he died hate Vince Neil. I, yeah I remember that car accident I love Hanoi Rocks man one of the most underrated bands they should have been huge man they I told anyway, I told yeah. Vince I, I didn't mean to get dark there, but yeah, I told Vince fun. that night. I said, "Dude, just give me your keys." And he was like, "Mike, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mike, Randy already tried to get my keys. No, we're going." <laughs> cool. You know, because Randy had the vet. Oh, right. <laughs> oh my God! See how is... he did that? <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Wow! Full circle twice. Okay, we're doing donuts in this podcast parking lot right now. <laughs> Yeah, man. Kinda. Thirty-five years you thought that we were Thirty-five wow. years I thought you had a fucking barbecue with Vince Neal and and Tommy Lee and the guys from Rat. Conversation go. Like how do you make something up in your head that never happened? Dude, I thought this before I even came out for that week to visit you. This is the bullshit that wow. I was told and I'm like, come on out here, we're we're partying every night and I got out there, and the only thing I saw when I was there is we went to one club, and I think we saw Faster Pussycat played. And then um, I got introduced to Taco Bell, or Joe, Jack in the Box for the first time. I was like, what the fuck is tacos? I mean, we didn't have Taco Bell here. No. And I was like, this stuff is fucking great. I was like, I need to find how to make this shit at home. They were making them on the fucking stove on the burner. You guys are just, you know, but yeah, I mean, I loved it being out there thinking. I was like, geez, so Randy, when did all these parties, when are these rock stars going to show up? He's like, yeah, not the week that you're here, man. That's too bad. You know, next week, though. Next week, leave? they're all going to be. Oh. Huh. When you <laughs> Ironically you're enough. Leaving, you're leaving Saturday? Oh, yeah. Fuck, Sunday. Like, like ironically enough. Pictures, I mean, <laughs> unlike, oh my God, we, unlike the pictures of him at Playboy Mansion with those like <laughs> the billboards in the back where you stand in line to get the picture taken. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. The cutout of Hugh. Yeah. <laughs> this is my buddy Hugh. Wow, he was he lost a lot of weight when you were hanging out with him that day. Yeah. He only looked this thick. <laughs> Look how thin he is. If he turns sideways, he disappear. Dude, he has business cards. This, oh wow. This whole episode, the only oh. people that are going to listen to this and get it is, us. is anybody that knows us personally. Yeah. Like, our whole like, inner sanctum is, like, crying right now. They're there's, like, about, there's about 15 people. This is going to be their favorite yeah. episode. And ever. we, the yeah. best thing we could have done is, because I could have had up to 40 people in this room, I could have invited everybody we hung out with back then onto this podcast. And this would have been an 11-hour fucking podcast of all just bullshit stories. They know I'm I'm right. Yeah. I, I 
I got something, but I, this is going to open this. I know it's do been it. going on. This is going to, this is going to go <laughs> Frank's on. like, do I, it. <laughs> Frank is right. loving this. Like, I have to, I have to ask you guys something. Cause I don't know much about this, Good. but I was talking to my, I was talking to Don Stroop uh, a few months ago. Okay. There's a my, name for my the buddy. past. Love the man. I love him. And him and I got talking about what we're talking about. The embellisher, right? Yeah. And he goes, do you, Don goes, do you remember, John, when Randy brought over this guy who was like, wanted to be a rock star and his girlfriend over from like Europe or something, he gave him a, a bullshit story back in the late eighties, early nineties. And he said, I got contacts I got this and that. I can, we can get signed. We can re do record. We can record all this nonsense. And because I remember going to parties and Randy walked in with these two. And this dude was the nicest guy in the world. And his girlfriend was beautiful. And she was the nicest person, one of the nicest people I've ever met. And but they were like, they looked like rock stars. Like they could have been models, both of them. And this guy believed. And I, now I, and Don brought this up and I had forgotten all about this. And I can't even remember the guy's name, but he was out here and he believed he believed that Randy was going to help him get the band going, oh, no. get whatever going. And I, I saw him at two or three or four different parties over the summer, right? But by the at the beginning of the summer, he was all optimistic and positive. By the end of the summer, he was getting into the what the f point of you know. Right. I go, how are things going, man? It's good to see you. He's like, I don't know, man. Nothing's happening. I don't know what's going on. I spent all my money to come over to America and nothing's going on. Randy was and the Randy, original fucking catfish. This, oh my does god. Do you know this story? I mean, I don't know I, what uh, happened. I Frank? I'm trying to I I vaguely remember as I, I can envision what the what the dude looked like. He did he have long hair? Yeah, yeah. Dark hair. Yeah. Yep. Kind of tall, skinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, and I have no idea what that was all about. Does Mike have any idea? No, he. Randy was the original fucking catfish. Wow. Dude, he's. From I remember, what I understand, from what I understand, look, I'm just, I know very little about this. I actually felt bad for the guy. Oh, me too. He pulled <laughs> him over here and and wow. basically gave him a story and said he was going to help him out, and I don't I don't think he did. And this guy, at the end of the summer, only three or four months into this, he was getting really pissed off. I could tell. His whole demeanor changed. I would have been, too. Well, I didn't know if you guys knew anything about this, because I don't know all the details. Wow. Like, it was very sketchy, and Randy would never talk about it. Or, I mean, the, or the embellisher would never talk about it. And uh, <laughs> imagine, imagine that. Imagine. In Bellington. You bullshit. This is back in the early 90s. No, no internet. Right, so right, right. You contact, you contact a dude through the mail or something or on the phone and say, wow. come to America. I'm going to, I can help you be, a, you know, get signed and shit and strings I, them I, along I, for whatever reason and then drops them like a bad habit. I, I don't think, know what happened. I think I, what, I think what happened after that is Randy Star or uh, the embellisher started a email campaign <laughs> that said something like, I'm a Ni Nigerian prince. And oh, I have gosh. a million dollars that I'm going to put into your account if you only send me fifty dollars U.S. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. he started that. He's the original. Yeah. He, what uh, would the upside for uh, the embellisher be? I mean, in that situation, like, why do it? Promoter. Why? Yeah, he's you trying to be I mean? a promoter. 
but but there's no end game. No, right. no. Right. I mean, for anybody, including the embellisher, what what does he get out of? It? He, right. He, right. Yeah. I don't know. But what did he get out of anything that he right. ever? What and and let's bring it back to the people that are listening. What would anybody that you know that embellishes this much? What does what does any of them gain? Because they're always it always has to come to a head, and you can't lie for years. Right. You know, I mean, when we were kids, the stories hanging out yeah we partied with twisted sister no we were 15 years old and if twisted sister had three 15 year old guys on their bus <laughs> they were twisted beyond sisters yeah <laughs> you know that and people that believed that like were coming up to me the next day and it, yeah, we we're in high school yeah and they're like yeah i hear you partied with twisted sister and i'm like what huh? no i'm like no no we had to leave we got to get autographs and leave and there and he's like well, that's not what the embellisher told him. I'm like, well, everything he says, even at 15, is a fucking lie. Right. We all knew the truth. Wow. But, but like, you know, somebody that was on our show asked us about the embellisher and said, doesn't he yes. own, a, doesn't his family own a chain of Hooters? And I'm like, yeah. his real friends go, his, his parents didn't have a pot to piss in. And the money they had, they spent on him. Right. Just because he's a eh. only child, <laughs> oh, definitely only See what child. I'm saying? His parents were like seventy when they had him. For God's sake, I mean, Oof. they might have oh, found him. Maybe it wasn't his real parents. Maybe they were embellishers. Maybe he they was, found he, him in a garbage can. Somewhere. No, he was left on the front doorstep of a fire department. No, he was left <laughs> on the front door of a, of a Hooters. So maybe. His oh yeah, yeah, really that's how they got all the yeah. Yeah, yeah, they guys, own it. I got it's. I can't believe this is what it's turning into. But I got another one. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm I, dude i this is i just thought of it i swear to god i didn't know this is this is where we were gonna go but i got another one don't worry neither did we oh, it's gonna be Holy a good one cow. three Jeff, episodes by the way, did, did you ever have the privilege of knowing the embellisher or uh, br briefly took pictures of his was, wife yeah being playboy being, yeah oh okay yeah <laughs> Bri briefly, when he was in uh, Three Inch Fury, because I had become quick friends with Dr. and J. Rowe and and some of the other and you know the other guys that were in there, and um, I I he had told me, and I'll never forget, he was telling me we were at Station Fifty Eight, and we were out on the deck. Did his family own it at the time? N no, luckily no. <laughs> um, and he was telling me about how he knew he personally knew Janie Lane. He 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 was a he was a playboy photographer and blah 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 and he he told contributor me it, yeah oh yeah yeah sorry contributor and i'm like oh yeah okay great i didn't know where to take it or how yeah. to take it honestly i'm like i do i believe him do i not and then i heard stories later on and i'm like this is the same guy who was in a who after 3 inch fury he was in another band uh, I can't remember the name of it offhand, but no, um, no, don't he say wasn't, it. he wasn't in any band. Three inch fury was really the only thing he ever, no, did. he was, he was in a band with, um, Warren, with Bill Ali, dirty little secret, dirty little, you're right. That dirty was a secret. real hot little tiny. It was uh, too. That was one gig. And, and I remember Syracuse. hearing the stories about him being the drummer in Warren. I went and looked it up. 
and he is nowhere mentioned anywhere. Because it's a lie. Jack. I know you wasted internet space. I did, and but the thing that the thing that clued me in, I'm like, he has, he bought warrant, um, yes. road, road cases. Road cases. No, he bought road cases off of fucking eBay, eBay at the time and painted oh, warrant oh. on it. Oh, that's the best. He stenciled warrant yeah. on it. He stenciled warrant on his drum cases. Wow. Man. But but that's... the best thing of that is warrant came playing here. Oh yeah. And warrant's playing at yes. the outdoor shows. It's the outdoor show. And is... the embellisher is standing with us and we're like, now yeah. is the time. These fuckers better look you dead in the eye and be like, holy shit. Yeah, we dude, hey, where Randy's have you been? Here. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Walk right by me. He's like, they must not have seen me. I'm like, you're <laughs> such a fucking liar. You know? And then later in life, yeah. Facebook comes out and he's posting pictures. And this is 14 years ago, mind you. Yeah. He's posting pictures of him with like like with within range of the band had a blast with the bit with the guys reminiscing tonight and i'm like i know where you went after what you fucking <laughs> did you cut and paste something with scissors and you know yeah it's like what the you're the liar you yeah. weren't at kitty hoynes with the band that that's right. not even there's palm trees if you look out the window of the picture what the fuck are you talking about you know god yeah i called what? I called Playboy. Oh, shit. I took his business card, and I called Playboy, and I asked for him. And they said, who? And I said, no, I've got a card right here. It's This is the phone number to call. It's right on the card. And I said, contributing a photographer? She said, sir, if you take a Polaroid, send it to us, and we use it in, like, you know, beaver hunt or something, Right. you can call yourself a contributing photographer but we still have lists of them, and that name is nowhere on this list. And I'm like, and dude, there we dude, go. He's, he's been milking that for 30 years, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Playboy angle. And he yeah. gives it to girls at bars and shit. Yeah. And and he's taking pictures of a lot of local he has, young yes. girls. Okay. Yeah. I, that story I wanted to quick, quick. Yeah. I was leaving work, okay, <clears throat> driving home. And I turned on the radio. Now we just, this was 10 years ago. Okay. About 10 years ago. All right. And, and you know, we said we don't listen to the radio anymore, but yeah. you know, I, I popped on TK 99. Now the morning show was, uh, was it Dave Gomez and Lisa or Lisa yeah, Dave yeah. And Gomez or something, right? Yeah. It was one of those guys. I think it was the Dave guy. I can't remember. It's one of the guys. It wasn't Lisa. It was Dave. But he was talking to somebody. It wasn't in the morning. I don't even know why he was on. I don't know if he had an afternoon thing going on or something. It was like on a weekend. So maybe it was a special show he had going on. But he was talking, and I caught it halfway through the conversation. And what I heard is I turn it on, and he's talking. He goes, you know, he was talking to another person. He was interviewing somebody. And he goes, yeah, you know, that's you're right. You never know. You should just follow through with your dreams because you never know what's going to happen. You know, as a matter of fact, let me tell you a quick example of a guy I know. This is David Gomez speaking to his guest that he's interviewing. And he says, I know this guy. I won't mention his name, but I met him a few years back. And he was just working at, um, you know, a regular job. I think he might have been working at the Budweiser plant. Ah! And I, oh, so boy. It, it ain't clicking yet, right? 
And he goes, now I'm kind of, you know, it sucked me in. So I'm listening, you know, and he goes, and he said, he just, he always had an interest in photography. So he always wanted to, uh, follow through with photography. So one day he just bought a nice camera and started taking pictures of whatever outdoor scenic things sure. or whatever. And then little by little, he networked himself into being a professional photographer for a lot of rock bands and also for Playboy. And I went, ding, 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 ding. Oh. He's talking about Randy or the embellisher. Yeah, yeah. He's talking about the embellisher. Now I'm hearing this on the freaking radio in my car. It was either Dave or Gomez was talking about this. He completely fooled and snowed that guy, who the DJ, wow. whoever it happened to be. I can't remember which guy. And he's telling the story on the air, man. And and so the guy he's interviewing goes, wow, that's fantastic. What a great story. And it was a story. That's the yeah. funny part. Yeah. This, God, this is going to be a Netflix special. Okay. Wow. I got a, got Dude, a question. I, that's an honest-to-God story. He was he bullshitted one of the DJs, and the DJ repeated the story on the air. Wow. That's funny. Amazing. Awesome. I don't know. I'm I do, sorry. I just, it, I, I do a question, though. Go ahead, Frank. Kind of sticking up for the embellisher a little bit. Oh, because no. the know how he actually does because as far as the photography is concerned i've seen him like on the stage and off to the stage with his equipment like i believe skid row and maybe two or three other semi-popular bands yep. yes and so he was, is that just a way did he figure out a way to scam his way back there with a fake laminate or something i or? think so probably okay so yeah. he does he does he he was able to do some of that by making thing, things up i guess yeah. Right. yeah i guess i guess if you tell people like the bullshit for so long credentials mean nothing right right i mean we have people thinking there's thousands of listeners to our podcast well there will be now well sure. now yeah, <laughs> until right. they see how long the episode is it's the only reason i agreed to do it is i thought we had a, a few thousand out there but uh you know well, it's just, oh, a, just under just under five hundred. No, yeah. no, we hit five hundred. We hit five hundred. Sorry, we hit five hundred. Yeah, we, we five hundred minutes. You mean? Is that what we're talking? Well, yeah. we didn't yeah. say what it was. Yeah. We're <laughs> they're metric people, right? <laughs> that's that's two hundred and fifty Americans. That's five hundred Canadians. Yep. <laughs> and one dude in Costa Rica. And one in Denmark. And one Denmark. And that we're shooting yep. a shout out to Sage Pizak. Yep. In Denmark, who had who did reach out to me. And wants to be on the show. Oh, so good. They're like uh, 19 good. hours ahead of us or something fucked up. So Even better. <laughs> this will be the first ap episode that he doesn't get all the way through. Well, no, because his <laughs> citizenship will run out by the time yeah, it gets no over. <laughs> right now, right now, Wayne Johnson's sitting at home going, those motherfuckers yep. cut me off? <laughs> Fucking A. I am not going to mention them in my next movie. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of mentioning. God. Oh, we do have to mention. You well, the do. Print Shop Underground yes. is going to make the Embellisher T-shirts, and on the back it's going to be "You can be who you want to be." And I'm going to have drummer, Follow. photographer, father, grandfather, sister, <laughs> grandfather, pope. Uh, did somebody wish our player? Did somebody wish him a happy Mother's Day? <laughs> dude, Sorry. dude, come on! Sorry. We remember those days growing up. Doop 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 doop. What the hell is that? Yeah, noise? I wonder. You know, I was just thinking about. Uh oh. Let's say the embellisher was never born. 
Okay. This podcast would only be about five minutes. So yeah. we might not have we might not have been. We might not have known each other. Because because yeah. Frank, according to the embellisher, Frank was his best friend, but we didn't know now who could you know, could have been right. Could have could have been what's his name across the street? Huh. We we he was the drummer in Shy Guns, so if if that if he wasn't around, yeah, that would happen. I wouldn't have been the manager, I, right? <laughs> I wouldn't have been in your. I don't know. I wouldn't have gone over your house. I remember dragging equipment to your house. Like remember yeah, the cut through? Yeah, we, that was that. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, riding uh, a bike. With a nine-inch amp in my hand, you had to go <laughs> jump over the creek in yes, the backyard. Yes. yes. <laughs> wow. That was that was when we had the band High Voltage. Yes, that was. We knew one song. We knew one ACDC song. I was going to say ACDC <laughs> tribute band yeah. that knew one song. Yeah, we okay. were. We only knew one song, and then High okay. Voltage turned into Clowns of Doom. <laughs> we and the only because we had a shirt made at the fair. Of a clown uh-huh. with fangs and blood, and we said "Clowns of Doom." Oh boy! And yeah, that's yeah. Right. That sounds that sounds more like a rap group. It w- well, you know what? It kind of what it was. It was when like insane clown posse. Well, <laughs> you know, sort of. Yeah, it was uh, like it was like part of like like John had said. We were kind yeah. of making fun of uh, some other bands, but yeah, we had yeah. it was kind of like the SOD format. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or when Anthrax did uh, their song with NWA and, uh, right, you know, so yeah. But we were before that. And Anthrax. Yeah, yeah, we you were mean, before that. We mean, were doing a rap, rap mean, rock version yeah, you of mean public. Yeah. You mean Public Enemy? Public not, Enemy, not NWA. NWA, you know, moron. Hey, you know what? It's not in front of Listen, me on my tablet. You. I'm a, I'm a plethora of useless it. knowledge when it comes to that shit. Oh. How'd that feel in your oh. ears? <laughs> I'm a plethora oh, of useless. I got, I got useless. so much useless shit up here. Oh. The music, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, same. It actually knocks out the the important stuff. It does. You know what I mean? That's, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm the guy that was sitting at home reading the reading the the inside of the cassette the oh, paper. I was I was so yeah. into it. I I read like you know who wrote the song, who the uh, producer and shit was. John I, Bonham's allergic to peanuts. This right. is very interesting. You know, you know, I could tell you who the road manager is for Kiss on Kiss Alive 2 right now, if you want. Postulate or something I, like Yes! Chris Postulate. Yes, that guy. <laughs> wow. That came out of nowhere. You didn't think you'd hear Fitz Postulate today, did you? <laughs> did you? Fritz Postulate was the, yeah, yeah. Was a, a part of the Kiss crew this, on okay. Kiss Alive 2. This is yep. Postulate right here. This is- <laughs> Hamburger nice weight, one, pasta weight, pizza weight, taco weight, Mike pizza weight. This is right ah, here. Mike pizza weight. Yep, yep. Nice. I can embellish. I it like little. it. See, see, Emerald Lagasse was at my house yesterday making me food. Oh, good. And then Gordon Ramsay showed up, and we got in a big argument. And I taught them how to make bolognese, and <laughs> Gordon Ramsay yeah, showed up. Yeah. I think no, we have to have a podcast. Just the whole podcast is based on complete lies. We can just lie the whole show. And we're going to change so the, the name. It's it's just okay. it's just going to be called embellish. Right. It'll be a new podcast. The embellish. good, the lies, and the ugly. Yep. <laughs> Martin Mall is my neighbor. He's a great guy. <laughs> Martin Mall is my neighbor. <laughs> yeah, he borrowed his glasses. <laughs> he's amazing. Yeah, and Chevy Chase lives upstairs. Oh, he's a knucklehead. 
He still owes me rent. Does he? Yep. Bastard. My parents own, uh, yeah, we own uh, all the, um, I don't know, Disney World. I was on a, I was yeah. on a set of Caddyshack. Yeah. Yeah, you were the gopher. Yeah. The gopher. Yeah. Yes, the gopher. I remember you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The gopher. The dance I dance said golfers, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Yep. This is this was fun. Holy yeah. shit. I don't want it to end because it's- you know, I know. Because- we the, the three of us and and two others, yeah. Look at him. He's wrap like, it up. wrap it up. My cat's got to eat. Uh, <laughs> Not only that, it was it was sunny. It was sunny when behind, we started, and Frank, it's dark my, now. My, it's like totally dark. Oh, I had to turn my light on. John, well, no, <laughs> I watched. Right, yeah, John turned yeah. his kitchen light on, or whatever, where, where, or wherever he is. It's like, okay, mm, you, you're going through yeah. puberty again today. <laughs> Your voice cracked again. I know. God, soon, soon your shit. balls will drop and you'll be a real boy. No, I won't. <laughs> Pedorchio. I'll never grow up. <laughs> right? Screw it. Oh, fuck me. So, as I was saying, the three of us, we yeah. spent just hours and hours and hours and days together. And, you know, when you get when you Guys, get older. Guys, I'm sorry. No, when you get older and you kind of drift yeah, apart. Thanks. But you're thanks. good, such good friends that when you get together, yeah. you pick up exactly, there isn't an awkward moment. You know, no, no, it, there's not that awkward silence. That no, because happens. we've got so many stories that we could bring up, and it's not that that's all we talk about, right? It's because uh, we really haven't even scratched the surface of anything. No, we really haven't. But I mean, you can't. I mean, no, there's not, years not. of there was, right? Yeah, but it's funny. Frank sent me a text, uh, a message, maybe an hour before we started, and he said. You know, what do you want to do? Anything you want to talk about? Anything off limits? And I said, well, I, I think we can just wing it, you know? Oh. And there's really nothing I don't I don't want to talk about. We can talk about anything. Right. right. He's like, okay, we'll just wing it. Well, here we are almost three hours later, right? Yeah. And seriously, we we did talk music. Yes. But there's so much more we could have gotten in there. I mean, I got a lot more stories. Frank has more stories. Mike has more. All you guys have more. We all have yeah. more stories. Okay, so there's going to be a part three. Oh no! <laughs> We're not keep going, dude. I gotta take a shit. Holy cow, man! Uh oh, uh oh. We're I'm here. Uh -oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. This must no, end. No, 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 no. Now. I'm just saying. Yeah, just winging it. Yeah. To your point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It. Yeah. No, this you've is... know, we've known each other for what? Forty-five, fifty years. Well, I've I... known Frank since I was nine. I've known Frank since I've been nine. So I'm looking at forty. Shit, yeah. Years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm older than you too. You remember? Uh, yeah. Because you're yeah. what, fifty-five? Hey, M Mike, real quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Double fives, double nickels. Yeah. Yeah, double nickel. Yeah. So, yeah. Mike, yep. did you live next door to the Schraders? The Schroeder yeah. Schraders. Yeah. When you grew up, yeah. Yeah. They, they told me stories that you guys grew up next to each other. Yeah. Before, before either one of them were. Oh well, uh, Bob was a drummer first, and okay. then Scott. Uh, Scott was more of a piano player. And then, oh, okay. and then he went because he can play classical piano. I mean, he's very good. And uh, and then he started drumming, and then Scott became better drummer than his brother. They're both fantastic, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But I, they did tell me about, and it's funny you were a drummer too. Yeah. So you had three drummers living next door to each other, two houses right next to each other. Yeah. 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 yeah they did tell me that when we were younger, they were like, "Yeah, I, we grew up next to Mike." And I was like, "Oh shit." Yeah, they'd come down because yeah, I, yeah. I had a drum set before they did, so they'd come down and jam on the drum set and have fun, and then you know, and then oh. Bob got his, 
And it, you know, it was Schroeder back then, but now it's it's Schrader. It's pronounced differently now. I never, yeah, I never know. <laughs> no, they I changed it. Did they really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they like all of a sudden. Bob, I was talking to him one day, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, you know, blah blah blah." And somebody said something. I, I go, "Well, you know, it's Bob Schroeder." He goes, "Oh, it's actually Schrader." And I was like, "Since since when we you were Schroeder when we were growing up the whole time?" Now. <laughs> Well, yeah. I, I guess That's my name I is yeah. Julio instead of De Julio. I guess I change, <laughs> change it. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I think the embellisher did it. He probably did. You know, as your manager, Schrader sounds better. Instead of embellisher, he's embellisher. Embellisher. Ah. Em- embellisher. Or embellisher. Yeah, it's the embellisher. Emphasis on M. <laughs> emphasis on fucking liar. Yeah. <laughs> Our no lie. What's that? Your milk is getting Our, delivered this morning? Our milk mall's just getting up from his nap. He'll be here. <laughs> oh, anyways, yeah. I think uh, I'm. You know, Frank knows I'm. I'm going to be down there in uh, in November, first week in November. And uh, John, I think you should get a take a fly a plane, you know, fly down in a plane, or see if you can take the uh, Embellisher jet in a plane. Yeah. yeah. Get See the Playboy he'll, jet. He'll, 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 the Playboy jet will bring you down. <laughs> the Playboy jet. You yes. and you and uh, Tara Reed will come down together because that's who you're dating now. And, oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you just gotta laminate like a boarding pass for me. Or yeah. Something, and Pilot. All right. Pilot. 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 Yeah. Pilot. I got it, boys. Stuff me in He's your He's all good. I'll, yeah. I'll come down with you. I got it, boys. Just uh, go all take right, five. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna have Bruce Dickinson fly us down on his private jet. Oh, there you go. Wow. There you no, go. No, I got in an argument with Bruce. I took his girlfriend, and he doesn't like me anymore. You can, <laughs> yeah, you can, you can fly down on Ed Force One. <laughs> Ed Force, you there? You go. Yep. Well, I'll do that. Sure. Yeah. yeah why wouldn't you? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just getting, we try. We're we're trying to end ourselves, and we don't want to end it. Really. This guy's like, shut the fuck up, guys. Holy fuck! It's it's literally almost three fucking hours. Holy yeah. shit. I don't know how yeah. we're going to do this. No, I don't either. <laughs> I really don't. It was fun, man. It I was. Tell you, this is a lot of fun, though. Yeah, it was. I didn't know what to expect, man, but it was. I had a blast. Good. So, yeah. so, so it was. Uh, it was great meeting both of you. Definitely. Same. Same. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. And I think we need yeah. to 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 recap. Uh, Jeff and I need to talk to you <laughs> and back with. About something. Yep. Ah, and you remembered his name. Look at you, the love. Look at the love going around. Here. I was thinking of Russ. Yeah, yeah. I was well, thinking. I wanted... no re- there's no relation, but uh, same. Yes. It's so same. Think, okay. It's affiliate. Yeah. You know. But yeah, you, you went back with and uh, and I and, and Jeff and I we should uh, have a conversation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A three-hour conversation? I don't think it would take that no, long. Probably I think, not. I think we're probably on the same page <laughs> oh, on a no. lot of things right now. Uh, when but, you guys. Line your first show. I, I I'm being serious. I'll come down and I'll uh, I'll up. watch it. It's up, up, up. North is up. Oh, I know. <laughs> Fucking Floridians. He's gonna this go down. Your too wife went sun, to bed, man. didn't she? Too much sun. Yeah. Too no. Much. No. And it's. Uh, I'm usually in bed way before she is, and you know that's a, a whole other thing. You're getting a whole so. eat a bag of shit look right now, though. It's like okay. <laughs> This was Are funny you in the done yet? This isn't funny anymore. Yeah. I don't care about any of this. <laughs> right. Any- 
I don't care about uh, any or, of this anymore. Or I've heard these stories. Can you do some new ones? <laughs> no, no, no one's heard these stories. This is we've touched. We've touched on things that the, we've all thought of. But he was like Voldemort. This, these stories that won't be mentioned. Nobody. We all knew it, but we never right. said it. <clears throat> right. Today was the up. We had an epiphany. I have one. Oh no! <laughs> I have one. No, 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 no! Wait, wait! I have one. Here we uh, go. Embellisher story. Go ahead. Embellisher story that trumps them all. However, does Trump have anything I, to do with it? No. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Funny you no, should say but, that. You never know. <laughs> but I can't say it here. I really can't. And I okay. don't mean no. to say that as a, as a as a weird teaser. Uh, I really can't go into this one. But I will tell you, Mike. Anytime you want, or uh, any of you guys. It has to do with when I was about 12 years old and a butter knife. And, uh, oh, I know. I, Frank knows the story. Okay. I can't get into it though, because it's really weird. Was it a white I mean, van a with no windows? <laughs> was, Pardon? was it a white van with no windows? <laughs> well, it, it's, it's a little troubling. It's a troubling story. Uh, it was the first time I met the embellisher oh. and I can't get into it though. But it, I'll t- I just don't want to put it out there because I know you guys are going to upload this. That's shit fine. That's I cool. But I will tell you guys, it's not like I'm keeping a secret. Frank knows mm. what it's about, but yeah. And it's really effed up, man. I mean, it's a, it's an effed up Here story. Here we go. Man. He touched my pee-pee. <laughs> With a butter knife. <laughs> there was um, a butter knife. Yeah. Oh. Do you know the story about um, his uh, parents' house getting robbed? Does anybody know that story? Did it, that did it get robbed by Jeffrey Dahmer? Or? Right. There's another story I can't tell, but. Well, uh, ne- really, neither one of you heard that story? No. Really? Can't do it. Okay. But Jesus Christ. We'll, we'll, no problem. We'll, talk off, we'll Zoom, talk off the air. Zoom Zoom is a great thing. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Zoom, it, here. Yeah. You know, we could do this. Hold on. Hold okay. on. We're just going to do this. What are we going to do? I'll tell you. How are we're we going to say our goodbyes, Mike? You don't even have to say goodbye. We're going to say goodbye in song, but you're not leaving. But no. they, but they are. But hey, it was great, guys. So. Are you going to play that song that I sent you or no? Uh, oh, I forgot all about it. I, I forgot about it. Yeah, no. <laughs> Do you want me to? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. No. Uh, disappointing. That's all right. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. Hang on, fucker. Oh, now he's looking for it. Now I gotta look for it. Oh, oh no! Is it, okay. uh, well, at least it's not the penis song. I could play the penis no, song. Don't. No, don't. I could sing the penis song. You could, because it's very short. This is my penis song. It isn't very long. That's the end of it. That's it. I know. <laughs> All right, you guys have to be quiet because you're on the same channel. So. They're not going to be able to hear it. Yeah, they're like, what is this? Step right up and don't be shy. <laughs> you paid your money, now come on in. He can hear it. Have a chair, don't be scared. Now the boy is about to be
we got to drop it. Yeah. So we we played it. You guys can't hear it because you're sharing the same channel, so it's not okay. coming back to you. But yeah, that was uh, that was Frank. Oh, Brides and Blonde song. Yeah, what's it called? Funny way of scaring you. There you go. Okay. There you go. Cool. So that was Brats and Blondes, Funny Way of Scaring You, uh, with Billy Johnson singing and uh, Frank playing. And uh, nice. I think Would Jason you... was the drummer on that one, wasn't he? No, that was Pete. Pete Retchie? Oh. <laughs> oh, really, dude? Was that really Pete Retchie playing drums on a fucking belt? Cool, dude. Anyways, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, I have, so- I have an opinion about everything and everybody, don't I? Kinda. You guys stick around. Hold off. You guys have listened to an unbelievably fucking awesome but long ass show. Yes, we have. From the good. The band. The ugly. I'm Big Papa. I'm Jeff. Don't forget Thursday night, Scars and Stripes bike night. And this weekend, the Wing Fest. The Wing Fest. We want to thank John Hamilton and Frank McQueenie for being on the show. Yes, sir. Of course, we want to thank the uh, the appearance of uh, the, the Kiss t-shirt. And don't forget the Print Shop Underground. John's cat. John's cat. And the embellisher. <laughs> of course, he produces this show and is funding it. And uh, that's the story, and he's sticking to it. Yes. We will see you guys next week where we will have our special friend, Chillin' with, with Rick. Rick. Don't want to miss that one. No, sir. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for sticking around, and thanks for always listening to the show, and we love you and all that other good shit. Yep. We out of here. See you. Bye-bye.